We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. What is up, Insomniacs? Welcome to another episode of Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. As always, brought to you by Bucket of Wind. I'm Cameron. I'm Mason. And I'm Matt. And we're live. And we have a great slate of topics for you guys today. A lot has transpired in the past two weeks. And what have we been watching, Mason? We've been kind of going through the past, this past couple, this pa- these past two weeks. We've been watching only old movies. That's true. What movies have you guys been watching then? What was the first movie we sat down and watched? We watched The Patriot. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Mel Gibson can make a movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to make sure everything's working. Oh, making sure we're streaming? Are we, are we okay, streaming? Good. Yeah, it looks like we're streaming. Yeah, okay, we're I mean, good. we're up on Twitter, I'm, so I'm checking right now. Mason is the look of the most confused man in the world. No, no, we just got a lot of new stuff cooking. Yeah, we did. We bought, some, we bought some new tech. I've only streamed with it once before, and yeah. it went it went pretty well. It did, if, yeah. I, if I do say so Hey, myself. it's up and it's working. If I this is Twitter's myself. working fine. Let me check Facebook. Look at that. That's what everybody sees me doing. So we watched The Patriot. We sat down and watched The Patriot by Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, one of the most controversial characters oh in Hollywood. Known and he's for, still working. But yeah. he can make a war movie, that fucker. We're known for both making some of the best movies and some of the most controversial statements. Like this. He is That's so aggressive. Right. That's not right. That's a powerful it's level so of gumption. Aggressive. <laughs> it just amazes but, me. God damn, dude! Can that guy make a film? You want to talk about brave fart? Brave, brave fart? Brave fart? <laughs> brave heart. That's a spoof movie. The, yeah. a knockoff. I have a screenplay for it. I'm selling it to Miramax. It's gonna go great. I, Harvey's dude. all the way on board. He's. It's gonna be his return to form. If Harvey's on board, then you're going to get fucking Robert De Niro, <laughs> all of his buds. <laughs> I'm going to get Oprah to Oprah, start it. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, um, fuck, dude. What's her face? She wrote a book. Be better. Obama's broad. Oh, oh my. Michelle God. Obama? Yeah. Michelle her. Obama. Wow. <laughs> his, his broad. No, the thing is. Broad is a nice. Is That's not nice. No, say? that's like a 50s term. It's nice. Like it's compliment. Down by the malt shop. I'll Google this right now. Is it really a good thing Down now? by the malt shop, I saw a couple of broads. Anyway. It's not a, but I will say she endorsed him. No, because you saw it's just because Weinstein had a huge studio, dude. You can find sound bites of literally everyone under the sun saying good things about him. Right. When Ooh, you're Weinstein, yeah, because when you're a guy who has a lot of money in a big movie studio, people will say anything nice about you. Yeah, to get a job. Yeah, I look mean at, that's the biggest thing. I mean, look right. at want to fucking work. There are many examples of this. Look at Woody Allen. <laughs> look at oh, he fucked his stepdaughter. <laughs> Didn't only fuck her, he, he married her. her. Jesus Christ, but. Chicken or the egg? Yeah. <laughs> True. Oh, he makes a great movie, though. But if, if people are always lining up to to talk about studio heads, but I will say one thing Mel Gibson does so what, well. Which studio head? Oh my lord! That's just that's just terrific. Come on, it's funny though. Come but uh, I will say Mel Gibson does spectacle probably better than anyone else in the game. What do you mean from, spectacle? From the Patriot to Braveheart to Hacksaw Ridge. Oh, he Ridge. makes a war movie. A unlike. battle scene. We were soldiers. And oh, come on, man. How do you think he can still be relevant while calling police officers sugar tits? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she took my Laker tickets. My Laker tickets. <laughs> I just but can't get over it. And the, the dude is still working. The like crazy hell. thing is that it's not just that his actions action scenes are tense or that they they have grand moments. No, they're great. But it's that. No matter what time period the movie's in, he yeah. makes you feel like you're in that time period. 
So while we were watching The Patriot, I was just full on 1776. I was thinking about getting a powdered wig, telling the British to go kiss their own ass and taxation without representation. You feel like you just want to fire off flintlock pistols. It feels like you're back in the day whooping up old George King George the third yeah but not but nah. safe and not at risk of dying the same thing in Braveheart when and it's the way he does his character development that I really like yeah. he weaves it into the period so if you think how does he build the character uh, uh, in Braveheart they show the scenes where he's walking back through his village it puts you both in the time period and allows the character to have some dialogue that lets you get to know them same thing with the Patriot he drops a guy boom right in the middle of the American Revolution as yeah. it's kicking off and that's how you get to see his character him talking with the Continental Congress and I'm like right. And it's that kind of stuff in movies that I love because it shows good writing. So not only can you establish the setting of the film, but also give us a, a key look into, a spotlight into who the main character is. Same thing with We Were Soldiers. Yeah, but I think he does it by taking it from his character's perspective and going out from there. Yeah, exactly. He makes it personal to him and his family. Which is key for any historical fiction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how Pers you buy in. It's easier to put yourself in that spot. Like, yes, I mean, than simply just recalling facts. Yeah, because you know? that's boring as fuck. Or just going in like a chronological order. Unless and you're Dan from character to character. Yeah, that doesn't work. I think when he does it from his point of view, he's a great actor because he's nothing like those roles he plays. No. <laughs> he is nothing. Honest, nice. No, he's none of that. He is none he's of that. He's a phenomenal actor. That's he is a phenomenal. Hey, but, but how many crazy people are like that? It's like, uh, well, you know who's controversial you, you, when you bring up everybody's like oh, I would never see his pictures Tom Cruise Tom Cruise I've he's come controversial. I've come oh my he's gosh he's so controversial you're in a group of people yeah. and you bring up Tom Cruise some people What's think the he's first the Antichrist they say, Sign I would never yeah, see his movie I would never watch this I would hate to see that but he's one of those two I haven't people. done a full 180 on Scientology but I have done a full 180 on Tom Cruise I would agree with that I've inverted I've inverted my F-15 on Tom Cruise because the level of commitment he brings to action roles. Not to mention he consistently kills it. And it's not like he pushes Scientology on the audience. No. no. He doesn't select scripts and he's like, oh, this will, this will really get people into Scientology. Because he knows it'll turn everybody and off And he's never been that gung-ho guy. And even back... Even back when he was when he first converted, and he was when getting he first converted. Well, no, that's uh, what he did. I, I'm just and laughing, he was getting I'm interviews sorry. about it. He was very like, this is what works for me. I'm not trying to push it on you. And granted, we all know it's crazy. Well, my thing is, I think he lets this celebrity talk for itself. In other words, I'm really successful. I'm Tom Cruise. I'm worldwide superstar, and I belong to Scientology. So he doesn't have to put out, you know, and sell you on LGH. LRH. LRH, sorry. Close. I don't even know what LGH. <laughs> LRH. He doesn't have to sell you an LRH. He just says, well, if I'm successful and I'm a member of this, that's why. You know what I but mean? But to be, crazy to be in the it. Top Gun reboot, would you sign that billion-year contract? Uh, depending on the paycheck. Uh, dude, a billion years is a long time. Yeah, but they time. don't get paid. None of those people get paid. But I it's really, really don't want to be a thetan, dude. Isn't no. that the little ghost thing you turn in? I don't want to... I think we are thetans, aren't we? I have and no I have idea. No, I don't even know what that is. I have to rewatch the South Park episode is, if I'm ever, oh, yeah. ever going to talk about oh, this I love that whole episode. Come out, Tom. I'm not coming out. Come out, Tom. Are we screaming at him? I don't know. You when don't we die, don't we get our own planet in their religion? Or is that Mormon? Stop. Okay, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> are we just like... We're, we're doing really bad things. Yes. I know. But I just What's think it's bad? funny. That's what they believe. No, but one thing that I really like that Tom Cruise has been doing 
What? Is he's been picking his movies based off of what he can do in his own stunts. And he he doesn't give a fuck he can do about anything. the budget. He doesn't give a fuck if these movies make money. He gives a fuck. No, he, he cares. Does. No, no, no. I he truly does. no. I truly believe. I love it. We're going to keep saying he does. And he's going to go, no. I truly believe no. that he knows that the foreign box office will recoup any of the cost of his movies because it's a Tom Cruise action flick. And he picks his projects but, exclusively based but, on what he can do. Ghost Protocol. He said. He pushes the limits with yeah, his films. Though. He does. But, Mission but here's Impossible. The thing. He said, I want to fly a fucking chopper. But and didn't he, he did shatter yeah. his leg doing Mission his Impossible? His ankle. Yeah. He was jumping over from one building to another. And he like broke it and against he, the side of the building. His, they had to stop filming for like six weeks because he but, broke it. But here's the thing. I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. Yeah. Now we're living in the pandemic society. Uh, and. A lot of studios are going away from the big screen. They're going away from, I mean, big budget pictures because of the big screen. They are not having the ability they once had to recoup that investment. Yeah. Yeah. We just saw Tom Hanks, and I saw the trailer for a Greyhound. Looks fucking fantastic. Isn't it supposed that? to be like a thriller? No, it's it's a World War II destroyer movie where uh, he is a captain, a destroyer during World War II on a caravan of ships. I think it's a caravan. Is that what it's called? Fleet? A fleet, a ships, and he's guarding them. A destroyer is known for two things, providing uh, swift access around to keep other boats, pick up people who fall overboard and planes that crash, and protect them from sub-warfare. Uh, and what it is, is he's defending his ships against submarines. Uh, I don't know what they were called in World War II Germany. They were U-boats. called U-boats. U-boats. He's yeah. def- he's yeah, he's, he's, he's protecting him. Nothing made his, me happier his, than he's protecting his out how fleet. they pronounce that. He's protecting his fleet from U-boats. Now, they spent over $53 million on this picture. Sony Pictures did. So what did they do? Instead of banking on spending, because evidently I didn't know how much it was, and I couldn't find online what it is to worldwide release this to like 4,000 screens in the U.S. And it's got to be expensive. Double that I don't, across think, I don't think they build that into the budget of the No, no. That's just for making and paying the actors directs because Tom Hanks actually co-wrote this and somebody else directed it and spent $53 million. So they, for, for, they have foregone this and now they've sold it to Apple TV to VOD it. It makes a lot of sense especially given what's going on right now because... I agree. Given the climate... You know the new movies are going to be seen in theaters, so instead of even trying to wade into those waters and or do a digital, will be the last thing to reopen. or do a digital release yourself, you're not universal. You're not going to be able to roll it out as efficiently as they did with Trolls, and also you're releasing a period piece with Tom Hanks, which he is an older audience traditionally. I, like I think Hanks. he crosses a he, lot. He Watch your definitely has an older audience. Definitely, but I think because yeah, of I can the way pull up the median age for the viewing audience of Sully and blow well, your fucking mind. Uh, okay, Sully, I, I get your point. I get your point. Yeah, but he does so many pictures that it's it's yeah. really. You want to you look at the median for the viewers you're of Larry Crown? I'm pretty sure Larry Crown, I was he the only been, person in my 20s who watched Larry Crown, I think, genuinely. Larry Crown is fun. It's such a good movie. Yeah, but over It's his, a shame that no one else I know Mr. Rogers, seen it. You, think, you think the median age was what for, 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 for Mr. Sure, sure, 30 and up. All right, the kids no one, wrote, no wrote one wrote in prediction? their 20s. Wrote a prediction? The kids who I don't even know what prediction is. The kids who watched Mr. Rogers funny thing you did or that thing you do. Yeah, that's true. No Mr. one. Rogers I did not see group, any Mr. Rogers. It was fifty-four. It's my yeah. age group. Yeah, I was gonna no, say younger than that. But the thing is, it he, might be younger. He ran until like the early two thousands, right? Yeah, he did. But instead of wading into those waters, just putting it on Apple is so smart because boom, thirteen percent profit. We made I just money. It out. 
We made 13%. Money. After all the actors yeah. got their per diem, after we paid million. every editor in the back room, we cleared 17 mil. 17 in mil. these times, yeah. when movies are coming out and barely recouping costs, 17. when Bloodshot, which was supposed to make Fuck, well into so the bad. hundreds of millions, terrible movie, it shouldn't make any money, yeah, but they were able movie. actually to make a profit on that. On VOD release, yeah, but that's because they had a massive studio behind them. Yeah, Greyhound, I bet, didn't have that. Tom Hanks likes doing more uh, smaller, smaller scale budgets. That fifty three is not a big budget for a World War Two movie. I was going to say it's just not. Well, he picks those projects because they give him more freedom. Same thing with Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, if you look at Clint, Clint Eastwood's recent movies that he's directed, fifty three million is not nothing. It's though, not right? a. It's not nothing. No, but it's as not far a huge as, budget. I mean, what was the budget? Look up what what but it's what no Tenet's going to be. Tenet. We were just talking yeah. about Tenet. Tenet's never going to happen again. You might never see another uh, Tenet. 250, 250 million, I think it was 250. 205. 205. Oh, and but you it's were a telling me. IP. Yeah, but here's the other thing. You told me That's that, a that or investment. you, I think Brandon were talking about um, uh, Avatar. A billion dollars on four pictures. A billion dollars on four, four movies. We, we All might, made at the same time. We might never see that again. Are no they going to make that money back? Or are they? You know, here's the interesting I thing. I think the. They netted so much on the first one, though, they can afford to. Exactly. And they're going to re-release Avatar. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to re-release Avatar 1 before. Well, they need to because you guys are all grown. Fucking. I, it was well, a decade this, ago. We said this Avatar came out when I was a kid. A decade ago. And so what the fuck? I, think the, I watched what? that when I was like 15. That's and my whole point. I mean. I saw it and I loved it and I was in that fan base. But now yeah. the fan base are adults. I know. And yeah, the they kids do don't even fucking kids go to Disney. I don't remember it. Kids go to Disney and they're I like, "What are yeah, yeah. So. Kids go to Disney and they're like, "What are these floating mountains? Well, why are these blue people riding riding flying yeah. beasts? They don't know the movie. No, they don't. They but don't. they're going to re-release it. And James Cameron Cameron is optimistic that it's going to. He re-take. has no choice but to it's say going, that. No, it's going to know. I think he's actually right about this. I think with the re-release numbers, it's going to take over. Marvel and Avengers no, Endgame. I think I think no, all the box office is fairly close right now. I, I don't know if we'll ever see, and I hate to be that person to say that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll ever see a ten was a ten or twelve movie run making that no. kind of cash no. and and spending that kind of money on two movies at the end of a series. That kind will of they IP spend that? Exist. Will they ever spend that much money again? Those movies were three hundred million a piece to make. And Not only did they have so much yeah. time to build that arc, but the, all I the know. money that went into it, it was this great giant production. I just don't know if we're ever going to see him invest that much again. Because to be honest with you, I've gotten accustomed to watching movies at home. I won't go see a movie again unless I want to go out of my way. Well, like we talk about investing in going to see horror movies because if that's what I enjoy more than anything, because, because they're, they're so, inventive. so original. Yeah, they're so inventive, so original. I'll go to back a horror movie, but I don't know because if I would do it for many other movies. Well, that's anymore. because remakes. John Carter and comic book movies have largely ruined cinema in this past decade because ruined cinema. No, wait, wait. Oh, comments. And this below. is coming as a comic oh book God. guy. I, I love. Comic I am book too. Movies. But I, ruined it though. No, ruined I mean, it. No, what I'll say is every other movie has suffered because of the success of comic book movies. It has suffered because of John Carter's failure because now they're so afraid to put what it into weird original there was, ideas. There was another movie that was a sci-fi three uh there's channing tatum's movie that's jupiter, rising. jupiter and, rising and there was another one with the chick with the eyebrows oh alito battle angel yeah no that sucked too that was another one there's four then there's the one where the two it was done in a french studio the studio went under we talked about it on a podcast the studio went under 
Yeah, that's Jupiter's rising. That blew money and didn't make Jupiter dick. ascending. Ascending. Jupiter ascending. Sorry. Forty-seven million dollars grossing cost between one hundred and seventy-six to two hundred million dollars. Yeah, lost With its the dick. Eyes, what? Are you yeah, what's her name? Um, we just saw him in a movie, Zero Zero Zero. I was just watching that new show on on Amazon. What, what is that chick with the eyebrows? What? Um, oh, Cara Delevingne. I think that's her with the funky eyebrows. Oh shit! She's got eyebrows that look like like. That is Grover. the Channing Tatum movie. No, no, it's not Channing this, Tatum. This girl here who doesn't wax. Pull up Cara Delevingne. Yeah, she had a movie that. Yes, flopped. it's her. No, the one all the way over to the left, all the way. That's her. her. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. her. That's Cara Delevingne. Now she did a movie. What's? I'll look it up. She's pretty. Come on. No, no, she's pretty. I didn't say she was great. Her looking. eyebrows are pronounced though. Yes, Valorant. It's right there. V Valorian, Valorian. Valorian. Now, now you can look up what that oh, movie was. Oh, I remember that. That sucked. We turned no, no, it off. Actually, I watched it. It's not Valerian. a terrible movie. Oh, it's I'm terrible. Sorry. It's better than Jupiter Ascending. Oh, it's, it's better than John Carter. Oh, it's no, stunk. it's better than this. It's better. Oh than my this. god, it was no, you terrible. Need, you need to give it a chance. Oh, no, it's better than I those did. other movies. It was, but what it was painful. 180. 180 million. What did it make worldwide? Get out of your mind. Oh, I actually made its money back. See, I take it back. Oh, which no, it it. I was gonna say, it broke even because there was so much. There were so many advertisements yeah, but, but for it that. But it cost it cost that the was studio so bad. What happened was Amazon, not Amazon, Netflix actually bought that studio because it was gonna go under for cheap, and that's where it does a lot of its. From what yeah, I understand, they a had lot the of guy production. from uh, the Amazing Spider-Man too. The guy who played Harry. Yes, yes. Yeah. He was from Chronicle. Yes, oh, no. yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, 100%. Oh, my God, that was great so pull. bad. And Chronicle, if you haven't seen it, watch that's a good movie. That's, that's his only good movie. Every other movie Zero, zero, zero is a new new show on, net, on, on Amazon? Amazon Prime Video where they follow a ton of coke being oh, no, made. Oh, no, they didn't make their money back. Oh, they didn't. See. No. See, it cost $205 million, and it only made 225 There you go. And they probably spent $300 and they million needed to make 400 with the budget to make combined with the They needed to make 400 So that's another one of those pictures that, that lost quite you're, a bit. Risking, you're risking everything on those movies. Right. Studio heads lost their job over John Carter. So you, they, they tried all these really crazy concepts, but they didn't develop them properly with a, with a strict script. That guy lost his career. Instead, yeah. instead you know yeah, what those yeah. movies are plagued by? He's a character by? actor now. We had too many cooks in the kitchen. Executives got into oh, those sure. movies. And you spend that kind of money, Myers. it's hard to turn your back Same on thing them. with John Carter. Yeah. And the same thing with Jupiter Ascending. All yeah. of them were plagued by executives going, oh, let's change this up, let's add this. They took the script out of the weirdo's hands, and they butchered the movie. Yeah, I, and I just don't think they should do Then you no. have comic book movies, which is the definition of play, other than Endgame and a couple of they movies here drives. and there in the MCU. Yeah, it is the definition of... Other than the really successful movies from the series, okay, it is mostly play it safe, formulaic entertainment. One hundred percent, and I love it. It still, it still gets me so excited to see those characters play out in front of the screen. But Captain America's movies favorite. are the best, and those are the break. That's undeniable, though. And but the those Winter Soldier, yeah, films. and the Winter Soldier is yeah. a good breakaway. Obviously, Iron Man One is a good breakaway film. Endgame, Infinity War, all of those break the mold, right? Yeah, but I find myself watching Guardians the First of the Avenger. Galaxy. Not a, I, see, I haven't rewatched them. Yeah. I've rewatched the Captain America, First Avenger, and Winter Soldier again and again. But I and have he, gone to Spotify to pull up the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Oh, it's so oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Brand there. 
And, but that's, <laughs> those are classic hits. I don't care what you guys say. That was a and perfect... We were, ta- we were talking about that, too, because Jack Carr was just on Joe Rogan, and he's an author. He used to be an ex-Navy SEAL, because yeah. all the Navy SEALs, when they get out, are authors now. Uh, yeah. And wh- what they do now is he just did. Uh, he's doing a new series of books where they're action stars who used to be in special forces and come home and it's either revenge or doing some other thing. And One I, I, man betrayed by the country he loves. But, but evidently this it's a very summer, <laughs> James <laughs> Franco is excommunicated. Yeah, he pretty much was. But, but you remember in the mid 2000s when all the fucking trailers were like that? Yeah. Oh well, it was, 80s was had that one guy the reading movie voice every, guy. Every, yeah, had one guy doing that, everything. But coming soon. Let him finish. Sorry. But he's actually doing a new movie series. Uh, he's actually doing a movie, new movie series based off those books. And and that's, I mean, it's all going to the action. But rumor was it was going to be a movie, right? I was talking about that before. What's his name? We just said his name. The actor. James Franco? Not James Franco. Tom the, Cruise? No, Tom Cruise. The guy from Office. John Krasinski? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Fuck oh, me. Shit. Holy shit. It's like the seven of Kevin Bacon in this bit. We just have to guess. Yes, I like this. Yes. Yes. No. It's like I'm on, uh, what's Password? It's yeah. like we're on Password. Like, you know, he's the guy. He was in The Office. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't in The Office. He, was, he wasn't. He was in No, he was Parks in Parks and Rec. And Rec. He, I mean, he was chunky, but then he wasn't. You yeah, know, it was like he was a big in Jurassic thing. World, and yeah. she couldn't run in heels, but she really did. No, but uh, they did. were t- they were talking about making that into a movie, but now evidently they're selling it to one of the streaming networks, and it's going to be uh, like a ten or an eight series thing. How does, oh, don't do a TV. But show. how does that correlate to I the agree. Marvel? How does it correlate? Because to me, I don't think they're going to spend big money on single pictures. We might have seen the death of well, that. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's because and streaming services are where all the money is. Not a short movies bet. are either no. m- movies are either safe formulate content with proven fan bases, i.e., comics, or they're going to be remake reboots that are trying to cash in on old nostalgia and fan Fuck bases. Guy. We've seen Unless how that works hard. out. Unless We've seen how that works out. Of course, Ghostbusters, Char- Charlie's Angels, Invisible Man, Halloween. Well, think about Invisible it, though, Man right? was the blip on the radar. It Think was the one that actually did it well. You lived in Los Angeles and you were sitting on a few million dollars. <laughs> Where would you invest that money if you were if you were hell bent on being a producer, right? Jason I would Blum give it to Blum. Blum. I'd you call would... up Jason Blum and say, so, yeah. "What are you going to open?" I know, but obviously, you're not a big. You're a different what? person. You're not a huge yeah, horror sorry, fan. Hey. And you're evaluating. And, <laughs> and you're evaluating. And you want a good ROI. You're not going to come What's ROI? Return on investment. Return oh, okay, on investment. Okay. You're not going to. You'd call up Marvel. You're not exact. Or something that's been proven. Like a remake. Yeah, you're true. more likely to dump your money into something like that rather than some wacky guy with no. an inventive script. But that's the that's the executive's approach to Hollywood, which Hollywood was never because meant. Because you want to be if smart you go, with your money. If you go Otherwise, back. you get a Valoran. Or however you say Valorian. that stupid name. Valorian. I don't think it's Valorian. Valerian. Valerian. That's it. <laughs> Jesus. See, it's already Valoran. Shitty. <laughs> it's a shitty fucking name. No. The shitty name might be part of the fucking yeah, problem. It could be a problem. But if you go back to the early days of Hollywood, you used to, I used to watch these Three Stooges sketches where it was all about these writers yeah. uh, dodging producers. Yeah, no, Literally, the producer would be pulling up to the office. They'd be like running out the back door with the script. He'd be like, yeah. where is everyone? And they'd, they'd be doing like a Scooby-Doo chase. Hollywood was always the place for the yeah, creative to escape the executive. Yeah. You would begrudgingly go to pitch meetings. But now the pitch meeting is the creative process. 
Well, yeah. You have to walk well, in and be like, we're going to cash meetings. in on the, the young girl dollar because by bringing in Elizabeth Banks, and then we're going to... Because it's a business, and producers will become more and more about money, much like a stockbroker. Well, I want to see trends. need to watch that movie I want to see trends and previous success. I want to see data. Well, I want to see how... I'm giving you X million dollars. dollars. Yeah, that's I what want my say. money back. back. But you but look at studio you look said. at when tr truly great movies get made, like Hacksaw Ridge, like The Patriot. How the fuck you, you give that? you give a smart filmmaker like Mel Gibson creative control? But he's had previous success, yeah. so I'm more likely to do that. Yeah. Or what Jordan do you Peele. what do you call Kevin Smith's situation then? Yikes! Because <laughs> he supposedly had creative success. No, he does. He did. He you know what he does? Well, we talked about this to his fan base. Yeah, well, no, we talked to this. We talked about yeah. like Kevin Smith's most recent. We can actually talk about this on the podcast. Yeah, it's we're on the podcast. Kevin Smith, and we can yeah. do it now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll break off in a brief change about this, and then we'll cycle no, back. I don't to care. Our, just keep going. And then we'll cycle back to with the Patriot. We're not even finished. And then we'll yeah, we'll cycle back to why movies suck now. Buckle in and get some coffee, bitches. Kevin Smith, when he first came out with movies his script Clerk. was you would Clerks. sit there and watch Clerks and be like no way this movie ever, ever gets, gets made, made. Never if it wasn't a weirdo taking out every line of credit possible yeah, no because shit. for once in a in a nerd's life for once in a normal guy's life you could watch a movie where it's how you and your friends used to sit around and bullshit yes. and the script had teeth it was shit that real people said that you're like oh my god yeah, I can't believe Bob you know why though because if you got a group of people together in a room they would never invest in a film like that no. and I, I find this is why it I has love teeth exactly that's why i love horror movies so much because it's much easier to see the vision of a single man in my opinion in a horror film yes if you see jordan peele if, yeah exactly if you see these marvel movies or these formulaic features you can tell it's made by a committee do you ever yes. hear that saying that a donkey is a is a horse made by a committee yeah it's no, like you get that, shitty right? ideas <laughs> from 14 people yeah, and it yeah, ends up sucking and you get, an executive, room. And you get an executive praise writer rooms and i think they're bullshit some of the most landmark works that i've seen be it in movies tv books anything from in general person. it's from an individual it's a weirdo and if you look at south park people have said this for years yeah. it's one of them is like the real creative genius and then the other one is like his wrangler and if you look at rick and morty it's a lot of the same thing yeah. where justin Roiland says it's all about it's all about wrangling. What's the? Oh my God! He has that show where it's him playing D and D. What's his name? I don't know. Harmon, D Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Justin Roiland says half of the writing of Rick and Morty is just wrangling Dan Harmon, getting him in a room, and yeah. just saying write and like stabbing him and just yeah. And that's write. not no. It's and true. me pointing out that an individual does a lot of the heavy lifting does not mean that it's not they, a they team don't refine that exactly. No, yeah. Yeah. You need those guys. You need the Matt Stone to reel in the Trey Parker. You need the Justin Roiland to reel in the Dan Harmon. My, po my point is is that there's a very fine balance between uh, having enough people working on it so that it's not like just the bones. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You don't want something to be... Uh, it feels unfinished, but it, it's easy to have something be too, yeah, too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, kind because of you want it to be a clear view of something. And you also need. And if you don't have a clear view of something, the more too people many, you involve, the yeah. easier it is to lose more clear salt, vision. Less salt, well, that's more why sugar, we see less sugar. Yeah, that's why we see duos work so well because, and it's especially especially when it's two creatives. Two because or three. when you bring executives into the writers' room, Bad. like you do in Marvel, Bad. you get sometimes really good content. But it's only when you have guys like the Russo who explain to them exactly how they're going to draw within the lines that executives let go and say, okay, you're going to draw within the lines when Kevin Feige goes, okay, you're going to follow the plan. All right, yeah, now you can do it. Kevin Foggy gives them an outline. There's exactly. a difference. Give that's your, what I'm saying. Give he gives outline. them the coloring book and yes. they fill in the colors really yes, well. I agree but with they're that. not playing the same game 
that my yeah. that my man is. What is him? What's? Can you look up who who the showrunner is for Castlevania? I talk about this guy all the time because I Do love really? his work. Because Castlevania was a video game. Yes. With no no deep lore. It had no deep lore. It just had the gameplay and the like Adi the really Shankar? Yes. Oh my god, what a freak looking. Adi let Shankar. Everybody, exactly. Let everybody get a look at Show this Show a picture guy. of him cuz he is the definition of me. Wow. These are the guys you want writing movies. Cuz what he did with Castlevania is He is a freak. He oh. injected into He's the guy who did the the rough the rough Power Rangers th- clip. Have you ever seen no, that with I've James never. Vanderbeek and Katie Sackhoff? No, no, I've never he seen it. He did Hardcore Power Rangers, oh, where it yeah, was, it was his reimagining of Power Rangers, and it went viral because it was like a violent, gritty, futuristic like YouTube I would, movie. They should have done that. Yeah. And We're going to have to watch it, it after up, this. And it's because he's a weirdo, and you need these weirdos to yeah. have these cool ideas. And with Castlevania, he breathed life into a game that had almost no Nothing, plot. Right. Yeah, but do you know the thing, Just though, an and what's so tough about this? That If you're a producer, that's a risky investment. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but it's very the, risky. If it's the only way you get a George Lucas to make a Star Wars. But coming from the perspective of someone who's trying to create something, a creative, uh, you got to work to keep the budget low so that you can actually make this thing happen. Yeah, yeah I guarantee I, if he would have pulled that always, that always goes back to the other point that I'd rather... If I'm the creative person, I'd rather have somebody give me $5 million and fuck off and I can do what I want rather than giving me $50 million and constantly be on my ear telling me Sounds what he like thinks. Sounds like you want to write a horror film. Well, no, and that's yeah, what no Jason shit. Blum does a good job of where he goes, okay, I'll give you $5 million. If it doesn't work, you're not making films for me anymore. Yes. No, no, and he's, literally. No, he's like, yeah, no, you're, you're hoisted by your own, what is it called? Your dick and balls. Retar- <laughs> what is it called? Your, I don't know. I don't want to say it. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. I'm not even going to try. Did I ruin it? No, no, no. I had a saying. Fuck it. But the thing is, Blum will give money to you and say, if you if you succeed, you succeed. Yeah, and that's what Netflix did with Castlevania. They were like, oh, you want a, like you want a 2D art studio to do a series on Castlevania? Okay, we'll give you like this limited budget. And he's like, okay. Because this guy went to YouTube. He was a director, and, and he animated his own shorts. Right. Yeah. Gained his own following. No, but that's I agree. Same with that. thing with Dan Harmon existed in if obscurity. If I were a superpower, the look time. at Danny McBride. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, mean, if I were a superpower, what a good writer. Like Netflix, and I saw somebody who was as quirky as this guy, Shankar. I might just throw some money his way and just be like, for all I care, it's gone. I'm not. Well, that's see what they that did. Because it's a write-off. And if it takes off, it takes off. And and my investment pays off. I agree with that, though. I, I, and here's the, the weirdo thing: if you, compare, idea. if you compare a weirdo with someone who can, you know, scrape off an the editor. shit like on a burnt toast, an editor, he can yeah. scrape off the fucking burnt so it's edible. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld to a um, oh uh, Larry, but uh, Larry, Larry David. David. Larry Absolutely. David was the eccentric writer off who was a horrific procrastinator. Yeah, and Jerry Seinfeld was the guy who was like, dude. We have, we have a show. We we have a show in two hours. Yeah, I need some Larry anything. and yeah. Larry would sit down at the at the typewriter at the computer and just ah. And they would do it together. And they would do it. And I think that's what goes on with Rick and Morty now too, which you, is again this season now unbelievable. You have these teams of guys who worked their way through business school and they networked and they worked as agents and now they're an executive and now they're like, all right, we need to hit these markets of fandoms and you need to show me how you're appealing to these audiences. I don't like and if statistics. you don't hit that. I don't like statistics, man. And that brings me... You need somebody to look at them. So all of these reasons... You can't mix creative and statistics. It and doesn't And now work. you have these, these it freaks. It doesn't necessarily have to be the same guy, but these, somebody has to be looking at the numbers. 
They, yeah, you, you do need those executives so that you're not hemorrhaging money all the time. So that you're not I a guess. dream factory and you're giving every loony to It's like, not to get too lost in the weeds, but it's a lot like the current situation in healthcare and that people are like, oh, these hospitals are losing their vision because you don't have a lot of healthcare professionals at the top. But if you recall, when healthcare professionals were at the top, hospitals were shutting yeah. down because they weren't profitable. And also, executives <laughs> yeah, need to, to make point. money. And executives are really good at saying, and there are some executives who are perfect when they're like, all right, you went way over production on this and I'm killing your project. Or they'll say, oh, you didn't get me that revised script. We're done here. And that, that is the important part of the executive. The problem is the problem is when that executive gets overzealous on the creative side, you can put barriers and put lines around your artist to a certain extent, but the executive has to know when to step right. back. But and these let kind the of dynamics kill productions all the time. Do you know how many time. times well, production we, hell, about, we talk about but it? We hear about things that might come to fruition, and we just like, oh, we haven't heard about that in six months. What happened? Gears of War movie. Gears of War movie. J.J. Abrams. No, that's they true. said multiple times they've had scripts, they lost scripts, they had directors, they lost. How, directors. 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 how many times did we hear about a Halo movie? A Halo movie. Flash movie too. Fucking kept falling apart. Dude, the 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 Star Wars movies. Boris Karlov was supposed to do the third movie. He wrote an entire script, had the screenplay, and then they said, no, we're going to let J.J. finish it out and fix Ryan Johnson's mistakes. And he was just like, but that's how it always goes. Okay. But then you turn around like we were talking about originally with Kevin Smith. He turns around, writes a script, gets somebody to give him three or four million dollars, and how he pays for his shit. He doesn't go a worldwide release. He schedules a whole bunch of events. A tour. 65 dates. And he calculates what he's going to make on each date, how many dates he has to do to earn the money back for the investor for whatever he wanted to make, and how he can make a profit on top of it. Here's the Problem and with Kevin that Smith, is, you, no, but I'm just saying yeah. that's his model right now. Yeah, but here's the problem with Kevin Smith, and we've talked about this. We're huge fans, huge fans, huge but he's fans. not the same guy anymore. And it's because he has more broadband based appeal. And he's not the same guy. He's the same guy, but the guy he's, wrote, wrote Clerks. He's certainly the same he's guy. He's certainly the yeah. same guy. Those aren't the same movies he's anymore. Certainly same, I watched yeah. his latest money. Wait, he's, latest he's movie the money. same guy. It's the movie he Wait, wants to make. No, he's the same guy. Doesn't but really work. He's lost that edge. That like the teeth in his script. I watched the most movie and I'm I like, disagree. it was more slapstick comedy. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't the old monologues and rants you used to hear from Kevin Smith movies where you're just like, holy. But it's shit. not. It's, it's not, not. It's not dudes hanging out talking about movies okay, or even well, people. It's not. It's all this, shit. Rats all this you, back and forth is just to say that it's not your preference. Kevin Smith does. Every, whose preference is it? It's not the market's his, preference. His. That's the whole. <laughs> point. No, no. It's his preference. His preference. He his, makes the movies and, and his selection. Every audience. filmmaker is a. Every film that a filmmaker makes is his preference. What I'm saying is that's not true at all. And you see that movies oh, okay. that tend to fail, they listen to the executives too much. And yes, I think you'll I hear directors admit yeah. that the movie failed because my vision got obscured but, by people who came in. But and Kevin Smith Kevin suffers Smith because it is his preference. That's what I'm saying. Suffers, in what, regard. suffers in what regard? It's his vision they on suck. the screen. In your opinion, he has in the critics' opinion. Well, I don't care about the critics. critics. Have never liked him. The critics have always They're hated Adam Sandler. Okay, I was over a billion dollars. To be honest with you, when like, we're uh, fans of his stuff, we were, and we, we were. say that it's, it's not changed. a cup of tea and it's, it's bad. Changed. In it's my changed. in my opinion, it's bad. It's bad. 
I feel like that does Chasing mean something. Amy. I even liked Jersey Girl. I liked all those movies. Okay, she did. so what happens? But, but, Just but to be honest with this, with 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 Tusk, weird. with his. Tusk was pretty good. No, no, it was not. Not. I thought it was pretty good. What happens? I refuse to say it's Tusk. What happens if he comes out with another film? What happens if he comes out with another film and it's just as good as Chasing Amy? Is he all of a sudden the man he once was? Yeah, he'll yeah, have gotten yeah. the edge back. He got you can edge get back. an edge back. Yeah, writers can totally do that. Disagree. No, He's still right, the same guy. Can he does everything. Spielberg can make a good movie after making Crystal Skull. He, he hasn't done it yet. He hasn't done it yet. <laughs> if you want to talk about someone no, who's lost the edge, talk about Steven Spielberg. He hasn't he made a good movie in decades. Decades. He's lost but his shit. But the thing shit. is, at least he's uh, he's lost his edge. And he has Tarantino lost his talks about edge. this. Directors. Now, there's like, a guy who's not lost his edge. Tarantino no, but I think, talks about this all the time. Directors and creatives are like heavyweight boxers. You only have a certain number of fights in you. I disagree. And then it's. That. I agree. No, disagree. I agree with him. Disagree. Then it's time to pack it in. And I think Kevin Smith, unless he can regain that edge, no. that bite that well, is scripted. Well, he just he just just posted online on his Twitter feed, "Mole Rats too." But my thing is, you know what, dude? Here, stop, please. Come up with a new it, original Jane idea. Jane Bob the movie kinda, he wants. Yeah. he makes the movies he wants to make, and, and he does all I these reserve things. the right to he's, say it's not good. good. I'm not saying you to don't. His audience, which not, is okay. But I, if it's anything like his previous two. Reboot movie. You he saw, totally you saw Yoga Hosers. Was that a good movie? Yeah, we we paid was, to, look, we paid to go hear him talk. I didn't think it was. This that, is such a weird hill everything. to die on. I'm not dying on it. I'm saying I, I didn't. I didn't phrase. think it was very enjoyable. But I saw the film watching. And I'm like, this is exactly what Kevin Smith wanted to make. He, and he directed bad. it, edited it, and and that's what he wanted. But it wasn't that. But great. he doesn't care. He literally goes on tour to raise money for his films. So it's his vision and his vision only. Yeah, and he guarantees. And look, fans, you, you guarantees you might have hated it, but he has a cult following, and I no, guarantee you, most no, of them the like original it. fan base. Most, if you, all no, the original fan base. If you go to his Reddit, there's an uprising of the older oh fans. My God. I promise. Come on. Just like with Star are Wars. You gonna, are you going to sit like there and Wars. tell me that somebody's Reddit can be indicative of their fan base? Go yes, to the Joe no. Rogan Reddit. Yes. They all fucking hate him. Go to the Fighter and the Kid Reddit. They all fucking hate him. I won't if say that. If we had a Reddit, I'm going to say, say for the last time that his movies... It's so uh, bizarre. Uh, uh, they are not what they used to be. Mason is not, not a Kevin Smith fan. I want to see. You <laughs> don't like his movies. I don't like his movies. No, but I want to see. <laughs> I want to see him make. A clerks, Holy shit. a clerk, clerks two, clerks. I don't. I want to see him make uh, a mall, uh, another original mall. mall After rats, the James, a, another yeah. original chasing Amy. If he feels like making it, he will. But I, I'm tired of his reboots. I want to see him come up with a new oh. idea of people sitting around bullshitting about something. Writing a movie is a lot of work. If he doesn't feel, I didn't say it wasn't. If he doesn't and, feel and who am I to talk? Driven. Guess how many movies it. I have made? Zero. He's definitely working at Verizon right now, you know? <gasps> but the way he's phoning it in on these fucking scripts. I don't know if it's Dude, phoning it in. Dude, rewatching, rewatching the, the Yoga Hosers and the say It's not rewatching. And the Jane Silent Bob reboot. It was not rewatching. I am. If it's you not. tell me Mallrats 2 is coming out, I'm zero excited. I love Kevin Smith. I want to go out and see his stand up again. I'll see uh, his, uh, his new stand-ups act. Are great. I'll go Sound see Deadly. I'll go see great. a Q&A panel if he does it. I'll go see Hollywood Babylon. I love his takes on things. I'm not lining up to see his No, next I, movie. I saw it on Amazon Prime for free. Nah. Uh, but Amazon Prime for free. All of this is to say 
when we sat down and rewatched The Patriot, it made us want to go back even further and watch movies that came out before that. So we put on Back to the Future. You originally put it on. Yes, I did. Because we were telling you, we were telling you about The Patriot. <laughs> but but so great movie. We it's watched one of my Back to the Future of all time now. I hadn't yeah. seen it since I was like eight. Well, that's the reason I threw it on. So because put, it happens to be on Netflix right now. So I put it back on, and it made me realize. Good, ha- good movie. Movies have gotten and, worse. And Michael J. Fox is not twitching uncontrollably. Yeah, it's oh. safe to say. Now, are, <laughs> the, are the special effects slightly That's dated? fucking illegal. I know, but still. <laughs> are the special effects... Uh, Hate speech. Are they slightly dated? <sighs> yes. But one thing that is not dated is the writing, the themes, Original. and the acting. Original. All of it is great for me. Yeah, it's a little campy, but that's kind of the whole point of it. Of when you, course. When you see them in the be- his it's parents in the beginning be of the movie. It's a huge cult when classic, you see, too. When you see his parents in makeup in the beginning of the movie, you're I like, know. what am I watching? Yeah, old people in this movie just looks like their faces are melting. Young, looks, yeah, people with young, melting young people with melting faces, especially Biff. You're, you're looking oh, at the beginning yeah. scene, and you're like, that is some of the worst makeup. Up. It is. It I is. have seen. Yeah. But, but writing. you watch the writing of the movie and it has themes so that you would good. never see in a movie today. You no. would never see a, a, a movie telling you that you should stand up to your bully, that you should defend yourself, fight him if you must. Yeah. To, yeah, to show that you're to that's, show that's that you're a, not to be messed with. To I was show, just looking back. Robert Zemeckis, to he's stand a great up for yourself too, though. And it showed. And one of the weird things that I showed. It was one of the most real life movies I've ever seen. And I'll explain what that means. It showed that, yeah, if you stand up to a bully, guess what happens? Time travel. Yeah. you st- Well, no. That's, that, <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds ridiculous for me to say a movie about time travel is one of the most real movies. But it's about standing up for yourself. So and many if, themes. Yeah. That yes. cross over and if you stand up for lives, yourself, yeah. you, you won't be messed with. And actually, people will respect Have you. Have an original thought. And people will respect you for standing up for yourself. Yeah, no, I and agree that, with that. I and do. that it's not a crime to be popular. And actually, if you're yourself... And, and if you have a little bit of self-confidence, yeah. you have no idea what you could accomplish. Exactly. And if you're authentic, you'll be popular for being authentic and yes. being talented. Yeah, and doing the right thing. Where, where, and he uh, does do the right thing. And if you look uh Marty... Marty McFly. Marty McFly is a guitarist. He wants to be a, a musician. And yeah. his dad, George McFly, wants to be a science sci-fi writer. Yes, he does. And the whole movie is about gaining that confidence to put yourself out there. Yeah. And no, even if you not being afraid to fail. And in you know? no time could I think of a movie better for young men to see right now than Back to the Future, because in no movie that's not only coming men, out, men and, and women. women. Come on, dude. But in no, mo- <laughs> how dare you? That's fucking illegal. <laughs> yeah, really. Come on, get sex it right. Sex is, is terrible. Shit. Jesus but Christ. But in no speech. movie nowadays will you see a, a movie say, "Hey, stand up to your bully. Stop taking that abuse." Now we no, see. You now don't we see that anymore. Now we see shows like the big bang theory that says hey let's go sit at the nerds table who needs the who needs the popular table what back to the future says is no maybe actually that if you are yourself and if you're unabashedly yourself and that you're yeah, confident you can shine them here you'll be thing. popular even if you like the nerdy thing yeah and i loved that message well that was that that was the 80s message i mean Retweet to be on. honest with you i mean even clerks they celebrated just being themselves yeah you know what i mean and then it, a bunch of dudes playing hockey on a roof someplace saying shit you shouldn't hear outside of a room i mean and but when that's the chips what I were down, it. and in clerks, you saw when people would come in and shit on them for where they ended up they had to stand up for themselves yeah, and be and like you know man I'm not just going to be a pushover, you no. know, and I can do something. And that's, yeah, and they, they brutalize people. And seeing people. that in sure, Back I mean, to the Future, man. Great I, movie. Great movie. I, I just, I want to show all my friends the original Back to the Future. I want to show anyone who's struggling with self-confidence or putting themselves out there. No, it's just the a whole great, point it really of the movie is, is a great movie. If you never put yourself out there, 
You'll never know. Well, also, it's, it's a mishmash of a lot of of movies yeah. and rock from that time in the 1980s. I mean, that's really oh, what Huey it's... Lewis is abound sure. in the movie. We, we got, were talking about they must Van Halen, too. It's like they set yeah. up a deal with him. They must have had some sort of branding or oh, licensing sure. he deal. did the song. Yeah. He did both, like, the yeah. intro and outro song of the Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. They were huge at that time. But but so was Van Halen when he was playing at Melting the Guy's Brain with his... He put the, <laughs> the old Walkman on his father's yeah, head and, and it was Van melting with, with Eddie Van Halen. I mean, it's classic. I mean, that's what everybody loves about that movie. Yeah. But, I mean... And it's it's the kind of the theme of the podcast we talked about before. If you never try... You'll live the exact life of a person who never tried to do the thing that they love. Well, and that's what we owe to Kevin Smith. Even yeah. though I'm shitting on his work, he said... I'll tell you. Yeah. No, no, but he said... You we know, were he all pushes, sitting at, at what, which show was it? We went and saw him at the Hollywood uh, Babylon in Orlando. At the Orlando, and I think that's where we decided to why not just to fucking do it. Well, he calls it pushing whimsy. If you yeah. really have a dream, you need to put yourself out there, and yeah, you need to be confident it. with that's it. Right and that's there. why that yeah, that was the show right there. We have a picture up in our studio. You guys can't see it though. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. But but that's why we started podcasting because he was like, just if you're gonna fucking do it, just and do it. If you don't think that the people who were working hard on things were losers before they got famous, they were. I can show you a clip of the 90s of Jeff Bezos sitting there with terrible, terrible, it was a terrible toupee or terrible hair plugs, hair plugs. talking about no, selling kidding. books online through Amazon and how it was the way of the future. You can look up bald Elon Musk, who yeah. was a loser. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, became a, he became a billionaire and magically yeah. regrew Well, these, these losers oh my God, were creators. Oh, oh my God. God. Put that up there. This well, is him before and after, and it's these, 1999 to today. And the, it was it's, these it's people. Like, it doesn't even look like the same fucking guy. Well, it was these people who were unabashedly authentic. Yeah. And then they were rewarded for that, and they took the risk. And if you it's never take the me. risk, they showed you that in Back to the Future, so many things lightning could striking. go unrealized. Well, and they made that metaphor in the movie about lightning striking, too. You never is, know when lightning is going to strike. strike. Exactly. But when you do know when it's going to strike, you have to be, be there. Capitalize on Exactly. And that's another whole thing about the movie, which is great. But we also watched Underworld. Oh, yeah, Underworld. Well, I love those movies. 2003, and 2006, 2009, the trilogy. If the other ones kind of sucked. If we're three. staying back in time, what better to watch? How Just to see how crazy movies got before Marvel took over, yeah. watch Underworld. Those it takes the movies. 90s leather-clad vampire but, but aesthetic. But it's not 90s, 2000s. And, I know. And, no, but it takes that 90s yes, leather does. aesthetic and turns it up to 500% yeah, yeah. No, no, it was really good. And you I have, loved all three of those They trophies. now exist not only in, in, in old Victorian mansions, but nightclubs. It's I'm very, a like, Puritan, though, so when I watch those films, all I can think about is Kate Beckinsale, Grenade, her marriage behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great. Just By dating the director? Man. Yeah. Oh, so um, bad. She bangs her husband, which is the lead oh, star Jesus. in Underworld. And, oh, and then Jesus. And then stops fucking him and starts fucking the director and, and, and then implodes everything. And then shortly after that, leaves him. Yeah. For, yeah fucking elite. <laughs> for somebody else. So it's yeah. just unbelievable. But when you have an ass like that, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you should. <laughs> it's true. You know, she's shopping no. that thing all over Hollywood, <laughs> all over Hollywood. But, yeah, but it's just it's it's that trilogy, and that's on Netflix now too. If you haven't had a chance to but see those movies, and you love werewolf is, horror, vampire, it's fucking fun. It's a great movie. It's to the watch. definition of doesn't take itself too seriously. No. When you have practical effects, werewolves crawling on mixed the sides in, of mixed walls, in with looked good. CGI, with CGI. Not, bad. Yeah, not, not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad. I, I liked it. I thought it was good. And it was a question of, hey, can we make? A movie that at least pretends to be serious with some of the goofiest premises premises in the business. Premises. Premises. Okay. 
premises. But, but they were really good. <laughs> and, then, and then we were also happy to see the new uh, co-writer from Rick and Morty, his new Solar uh, Opposites. Justin Roiland came out with Solar Opposites. Very good. And while it doesn't, And while it doesn't scratch the itch of Rick and Morty... It's a totally different movie. Yeah, I was going to totally different. It's a totally... It's more along the lines of the more... For, like more formula based like American Dad Family Guy it's got the same art style as Rick and Morty yeah. a crossover is coming you, think, you so? think so? oh yeah no oh yeah it's actually pretty good what it did do though it, yet, but that's it showed on Hulu, me that man. Justin Roiland can make a solid show on his own oh, and yeah. it got better as the season but went on I will say that he did it with uh, Matt he's also from yeah. From Rick and Morty. But Rick and Morty's back, and their t- last two episodes... It is a return to form. Form, holy shit. They are tremendous. I'm oh watching them, and the whole 23-minute episode, I'm like, what? Wow. I just heard that it was deep and sad. But man, this last one with it Morty... It dark, bro. Man. Rick holy teaches him a lesson. Shit. You gotta watch it. It's just a but great show. That's great the perfect show. example of... Uh, you think about a, a channel like Adult Swim... And even they have been impacted by kind of like the PC culture pushing back into their shows. And they take a chance on crazy shows. South Park. They had Eric Andre, Tim and Eric. Yeah. They had for a while. Eric Andre, we just watched his new movie. Yeah. Bad Bad Trip. Bad Trip. Oh, my God. Was it hysterical? They've had very to, good. They've had that to was cancel, a very good movie. They've had to cancel shows in the past. Million Dollar Extreme was a sketch show with Sam Hyde that was pulled from the network. I didn't even hear that show. And to see them push the boundaries with Rick and Morty yeah. is is just awesome. But I don't even really like Eric Andre that much at all. But his new movie, I love Bad Eric Trip, his, his new movie, Bad Hilarious. Trip, oh, we saw Bad Trip. was hysterical. Bad Trip was the... Better than, than Bad Grandpa. Exactly. It was better than a lot of the other movies that are out very similar. What, sh- what, what Bad Trip showed me is that you can do those live kind of like... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Like sketch, sketch where half the people know yeah. it's 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 going to be. It's like a sketch ha- prank show. Yeah. Sketch prank, perfect it, analogy. They perfected the sketch prank movie. Oh my god! And it's the same guy who did Jackass and Bad Grandpa but, is helping him produce this, and it's the best thing that Johnny I think Knoxville, Eric Andre's ever name, done. Like Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, I think so. Johnny Knoxville made the same mistake. Made the same mistake that I think the Impractical Jokers did oh, that when they tried sucks. the sketch prank movie. They oh, put in so well. Bad. They put in too much of strictly scripted and acted yeah, scenes. Yes, and that's what. Uh, that's what a uh, um, Tiffany Haddish is fucking goddess, man. She is fucking Easy. funny. She is funny as she's shit. Funny. She also, oh my god, was she, she also, funny? Uh, she, she also turns. Yeah, I was gonna say she she turns me on a little bit. She is aggressive Dodges. as heck. What and you're telling me? You're not in Eric Andre in Bad no. Trip. She is such Come a on. great actress. No. You got to give her more credit. But you know what? She plays a lot of different roles and yeah. does it well. To see Eric Andre have full commitment to his scripted lines oh for the god. plot of the movie while talking to a random stranger who doesn't know anything what that's going the fuck is going, going on. on yeah, yeah. It is amazing. It was, it's a great job I think you and, should and we watched watch we did watch uh um the other one you just said uh with the four guys oh impractical, impractical joker not a good movie. movie it was a terrible it was movie. terrible movie they did how not enough did, of the how, impractical joker shit oh, and they did so oh. many scripted Oh, cringe. Hard to watch comedy oh, scenes. Oh, cringe. Where you're just watching and you're like, these oh, guys are not, not good. These guys are not sketch actors and, and sketch you know comedians. What? And you see... Skip s- 
Skip Paula Abdul. You oh see God, so glar- you see so glaringly oh, that that is, that is a skill, and it's a skill that they have not honed. Whereas no. you watch Key and Peele, you watch Chappelle, these guys have done sketch comedy, and it and, is... And they can make it work. And that is a unique thing in comedy. It is. And that's a talent in and of itself. And to see them try to... see To see Sal Volcano having to do scripted acts... Was not I good. was like, oh, They can't act. Can I pass But their TV this? show is... Great. And some yeah, of the their sketches, pranks are hilarious. Oh my god, oh, the pranks great. on the show. Some Even of in the, the movie. Pranks, in the movie were very good too. Some of the pranks had enough. Me. No, not enough. Good. Not enough. But the, 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 a Terrible couple of the pranks, movie. especially the roadside prank, had me dying. Yeah. Dying. It's but hilarious. they were worth it, but that the, the scripted shit was just I think if you're terrible. a diehard Impractical Jokers fan you'll like it you'll like the full movie but, but as a guy who just likes die. the show yeah, I, just like the I don't show. live or die with them no and I just wasn't feeling it no uh, that makes sense good. I'll still Impractical probably check it out I really enjoy it every time that show's on I have a good time oh you do yeah. TV show's great it, it really really is but this movie was just not good but I think a we've come to the conclusion though I've at least come to the conclusion over the past week unless I really want to see something we're still going to review new stuff that's coming sure. out on the show but outside of that I'm only going to watch shit from before 2010 <laughs> because I think really you have to go back to a time when a movie like Tropic Thunder could be made to see can't movies that movie to see again. movies that actually take chances which is ridiculous that, that movie can't, can't, be, made can't today. be made today no I'll tell you why it's ridiculous that it can't be made. I today. agree with you because the whole point, and I know the the whole point, uh, 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 the whole sticking point with that movie is Robert Downey Jr.'s blackface. Sure, and dude. the that's j- fucking illegal. Not only that, it's Ben Stiller acting like and the handicapped yeah, boy. Yeah, and that's fucking illegal. And it is. the whole point of what those two Special? themes in the movie was to show how ridiculous oh, it is God. that actors think Special Jack Special Jack Simple Jack Simple, Simple, Jack. Jack. Simple, Simple Jack. Jack You couldn't do a movie Simple about Simple Jack, Jack but and a dude pretending to be a dude that's not really a dude while he's doing I'm another dude. dude I get I get <laughs> You can't do those I movies I get that, that I'm the that, dude pretending to be dude disguised as another dude, dude. I get that both of those roles Fucking are funny offensive as shit. Funny as but shit the whole point of it is to lampoon Hollywood actors who constantly try to act in roles like that. Yeah, and who, Jack Black wanted to do more coke than actors doing like else. a beautiful mind and Forrest Gump where they're they're treading the fucking line on being super offensive. Oh yeah. And yeah. then you and see in the, the movie Tom Cruise being the studio head that punches people and wants people punched well, in the face drinking yeah. Diet Coke. And then Come Robert Downey Jr. No, the, dude, the I'm the PC police. I'm here to shut it down. Yeah. Well, the, the Did I interrupt your monologue? Yeah, going? yeah you did. the most the you, most, I mean, the uh, podcast ever. Our audience does want to hear yeah. us too. So. The most, no, no, he's of, the host. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's, it's can't sleep once. I am, but uh, the most. The, of, <laughs> the most offensive part of the movie was Robert Downey Jr.'s blackface, and the whole point of it was that it was supposed to be horrifically offensive. They, the audience, no, it was supposed to be funny to me. That he would go to that's any length. That's, he wanted to go to any length. It's lampooning that. That's Absolutely. But it was so funny, man. The joke is that you shouldn't do blackface and that's a horrible thing to do. Absolutely. And then people watch it and they're like, I can't believe that they did blackface any, in this any movie. Length and I'm like, to, to be yes, I agree with you. We shouldn't do blackface in movies. That's what they're saying. Yeah, I don't think it's I don't, know. I don't, I don't think it's blackface. I think, I think blackface. he was willing to go as far as he needed to be to be any to play exactly and it's not like the um it wasn't like a minstrel exactly no it's not like the horrific blackface that we've seen in the past it's i haven't seen much of it to be a joke joke. i know it's a joke i know but that's my whole point 
And that's why I'm going. And he looks good. It didn't look like you were mocking yeah. anybody. I'm going 2010. It's very convincing. And before. But how many actors do you know go so far to change their image? We were just. I was just talking to you guys about Kevin. Kevin James. He plays in this new oh, movie yeah. called Becky, where he's willing to change my Change his entire look. He's yes. changing his entire look. His entire image. Now he's playing a skinhead ex-prison inmate racist in a movie. I mean, this is something we've never seen before. Are Come we on, are we ready to see? I'm ready. Kevin just James. like I, I, I'm ready to be. I'm ready to, I'm ready to be happily surprised. I am. Just like I was look, with. I mean, look at. I mean, come on, man. Well, just like I was. I with, think he's got the the range to do that. I do too. I think he's a good enough actor. To I mean, do it. did you see Paul Blart? <laughs> I liked him in. Uh, what was the other one where he did that about the serious. MMA star? I, I like that. Here one. comes the boom. Here comes the boom. His best movie. <laughs> oh my god! I, but I love that okay, movie. I mean, okay, I'm ready to be pleasantly surprised, like I was with Adam Sandler uh, in uh, Uncut are you, Gems. Are you trying? That was Uncut that Gems. Movie. Fucking blue ass. You know what? what? That movie made movie. me so anxious. It was. That it, was the point. It's it was not the a good point. Movie. It was slow, and then that an, that anticlimactic ending. Are you shitting uh, me? Yeah, that was not good. That's fine. Pearls before swine. Right. Wrong, wrong, miss, <laughs> wrong Missy was <laughs> much. <laughs> Wrong yeah, Missy, Kevin Spade. Palette. I mean, uh, no, I don't. Uh, uh, I'm the biggest David piggy Spade's in the new movie. David Spade's new movie. The Wrong Missy. The Very Wrong good. Missy was much better than than Uncut Gems. Okay, much much better. I concur. But you don't think it's it's kind of edgy to see Kevin James as as a skinhead ex prison inmate to, to see Paul Blart Mall Cop in a serious role? Flip it, man! I'm ready for it. I I'm hope, ready I for hope it. Goes I can't really believe serious. I can't believe that we bring up Paul Blart. Pretending to be a skinhead in a movie, and you don't have a ten-minute anecdote. I, what do great. you mean? I mean, you normally do. <laughs> wow. I think I got through all that with the Tropic Thunder. I mean, I just had—I well, don't know. I, I just, just had really two five-minute anecdotes. You but know? I bet you, I don't know what the budget on that was, but I bet you they didn't pay a lot to come up with that that whole theory. Kevin James, and actually on his YouTube with the sound guy clips, <gasps> oh, has been doing TikTok. That has been his best work, in my opinion. That is that fantastic. Is, that is so fucking you know funny. I would watch a 20-minute TV show about that, about him taking snippets. I like what, no, I like out, what he's doing of, right now. Oh he doesn't even God, have to do a 20-minute show. I didn't even know that existed. Have you seen the I Am Legend one? No. Oh my God, guys! If you're listening to this right now, look up Kevin James "I Am Legend" sound guy. Sound guy. It is sound guy references. One of the funniest clips, and the special effects of it, it. how they poured him into these movies. I don't know what you're talking about. He must be serious. serious. You've never seen one yet. You've never seen the sound guy. Uh, Are you we'll kidding have to show me? you when the podcast oh, is over because it we'll is it hilarious. Well, they, he, what he does is I he, can pull it up here and they can just hear the audio of it. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, yeah, what he does is he is well, he no music. is he super oh, is there music? Yeah, there's music in some uh, of them. In some of them. Okay, we'll watch it after the show. Then. Yeah, he yeah. superimposes himself into popular movies he as does. the sound guy. As the sound guy holding <laughs> holding the boom mic, <laughs> and then and then he he interacts with the stars sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's hysterical. It's fucking it is tremendous. Classic. That's actually really funny. It's it's a throwback to what he, how funny he used to be. But like in King of Queens, used to be. I love how you think these guys they don't make a funny movie. Oh, no, they have a, or they I have a miss, just, and you're like they're not the same man. You're like an MMA fan after what he loses. One fight and you're like he fucking sucks. Washed I'm up. like a rap critic when Washed they come out with sucks. one. They well, come out with one bad album and I'm Pierre's like, no you've gone George soft, Pierre. bro. You've grown disconnected with the streets. You, you don't know what's going on. Yes, but still, I I, I really look forward to this. I want to see what kind of range he has uh, to it's see saw, how far. Did you see Paul Blart? You keep bringing it up. Speaking of, it's a sad, sloppy movie. Speaking of someone who is close friends, 
Close friends with who? With Kevin James. And who just who, scored. You are? No. Oh, what? Who? Okay. Yeah, no. I got him on my personal I cell. I was going to say, man. Come on, man. I, I have him under. Call him up. I want to hear a bitch. I actually no. call him Kev. Kev. Yeah, I was going to say. Kev for sure. I just call him Kev. Man, what a plan. Yeah. But no, a close friend of Kevin just secured a massive oh, deal. Joe Rogan. The hundred million, million dollar, dollar man. man. Signs a hundred million dollar plus deal to stream Spotify. all of his content exclusively Amazing. on Spotify. Starting at the around the end of the year, he yeah. said. Yeah, and it's going to be on um, Spotify in September. His show is going to be on Spotify in September, and then sometime around the end of the year, it will be available everything. exclusively on Spotify. He's the video, the audio, everything. it'll all be on Spotify. You don't have to buy Spotify Premium or anything like no, that. No, you can watch it with commercials. It's free. There's no creative control. Apparently, how, how much money do you think Jamie's making now? I think he should get, you know, I think a he's percentage. Paid. I don't think he's getting a percentage. I think he'll get a pay bump, a pay bump or a bonus, something like that. Yeah, I hope so. I, I don't think you well. have to worry. Work, I was going to say, I don't think you have to worry because Joe Rogan's going to take care of Jamie. I think he, he's a good dude. Stuck I think by him, done a great job. Joe Rogan is the, the definition of loyal. And I actually think That's he does, very true. He does so much for his he friends goes out of his way. That's true. He's the king no. anchor and American comedy right now. You, Brandon Schaub owes him. Fuck. You come out with a special. Everything. Are you trying to book Kimmel or Fallon right now? No, Brandon Schaub your special. Knows it too. No one is watching yeah. late night anymore. No, nobody is. No one. He gets more. They watch ratings. Joe Rogan because yeah, guess what? Do. Watching Joe Rogan is ten million times better than late night. It's just it more is. genuine, especially yeah, watching late night. And with no laugh track now in their own homes. Do you want me to hear oh, me go on a fuck rant about Conan O'Brien? It shows you, you really how bad, how bad, like, joke bookie material they're doing. No, it's literally it's like, scripted bullshit. it's like a, I remember it, when I was young. Jimmy. When I was young. All those guys. For a birthday gift. They don't know how to do it For a birthday original. gift, you got a Barnes & Noble a bar comedy book. And you kept it in the bathroom and I would read it. Mm. And that is the style of comedy they're doing right now. It's like, just terrible. Shitty one-liners that... Like, you can tell his writing team spent hours just busting their ass on it. But and it is some of the most writing team for that. But they have a writing it's team. It's the for most that. flavorless it, stuff. But 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 it's a writing team. I mean, well, that's the yeah. part that I don't I don't understand. So that's why. Well, that's why the viewership is dipped, and that's why comedians. The first thing you want to do is get on podcasts where sure. you're not as regulated. You can say whatever, whatever you, you want. want. You can want. defend Tropic Thunder. How dare you? You <laughs> shouldn't do that. It's long form. You know, people get a better sense of the kind of person you are on a podcast, which yeah. is a you know somebody's except, shithead or an except one like this where it's all smoke and mirrors, and we're constantly deceiving you. Right. These, these may or may not be my real views. You don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But you know what's I'm a really? Serial. I'm like but a it's, ninja. It's, it's better than a late night show where it's literally just planned e even two anecdotes. bears, one cave is better than it. Oh yeah, I love that podcast too. It's a good podcast. Yeah, I mean, not as good as Can't Sleep, Bone Sleep, but you just can't beat it. No, we're like the Mel Gibson of podcasting. It's okay. <laughs> Controversial, but really good at we're it. Some people call us the meter stick of podcasts. I don't know. Why? I just think it's better. Because we are the we are. <laughs> everybody measures themselves against us. Yeah, the meter stick. And if you have a problem, you can just... You call it a meter stick? Come what? on. Do it. You don't control me. It is, this guy sucks. Never mind. He, he wants me to hit this. And yet he still works in Hollywood. It's insane. It's amazing it's actually he does wonderful. that and works in Hollywood. But good for Joe Rogan. And I think he's finally going to make his escape. He's talked about it for years out of L.A. 
Now that I don't think he's going to leave LA. I think he'll, I, he'll keep, keep that the place. complex there. But I'm saying he's going to he's going to buy a ranch some someplace in the Midwest. I guarantee he's going to buy a ranch somewhere, probably Colorado, and he's going to acre ranch. Uh, I bet I'll go to Texas before he goes to Colorado. You think so? It's going to be very interesting to see though because where he goes, he's going. he's been talking about it, and then he signs this deal just as he's talking about maybe moving and getting land. I don't somewhere. even know. I don't. I didn't even put two and two together that the signing of this deal will necessarily mean that he's going to leave. I don't think he's going to leave LA ever. I think. I think he'll not at least ever, get. But not not he's ever, at least going to get another place. I guarantee it. So, because oh, how many clubs now have that, to open back now up? that Typhoid is back in LA and they have. I mean, you see LA. It's been ravaged because. Just like any coastal city, especially when you have a coastal city as large as LA, homeless people move there in droves. So now they have tent cities, garbage piling it's terrible. up. It's and terrible. people are saying you have oceanfront mansions. You never see the yeah. level of stratification and inequality like you do in Malibu because you, right have, in the street. you have a $3 million mansion and right next to it, you have a tent city No, it's very where true. people are starving and it's like, holy moly. I don't know if they're starving, but they're, they're yeah, existing. They're existing right there, <laughs> right next to each other. And they're making it very, very unpleasant for a lot of, a lot of the area. It's yeah. unsightly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, with you. It, seems, with it, you. Seems, it seems cool to say that, but at the same time, it's we. It's not. I, I it's, recommend we build no. a Polar Express for poor people. No, <laughs> we put them on the train. We build tracks yes. out into the ocean <laughs> and let the trains go. And just let the train go right in. <laughs> I don't know. They could camp at Disney. They you could. It'll just make the ocean stinky. I don't know. But I do think that it's it's, it's already salty. <laughs> It's more so that it's know, unhealthy just, to have. I don't know what they're going to do. It's unhealthy with to have like pyramids of people stacked up. They're going to form like a human rat king. I mean, it's not. There's well, such no. a density. Well, it's not only that. They're saying, they're saying it's it's increased by forty percent. That's what I'm saying. Started. It's really got they have worse. they have like a an actual percentage of all of the nation's homeless, and it's yeah. not small. Yeah. I think no. it's like thirteen percent. Yeah, much or like the ducks, they flock in, back and forth between California and, and Washington. Just you, click, but dun, you're dun, talking dun, about... Dun. It's like in, a game of Pong the with the state. homeless. In the entire state. And I would agree. It's, it's terrible. It's but, terrible. speaking why don't you of... Think, never mind. Speaking of... I just don't know why any of these homeless don't just push on to Mexico. Onward! <laughs> I guarantee it's it safer here. You don't think they make it there? I think no, they don't want to go. No, I think it's, it's also better. safer here. I think they want to no stay. No shit. Yeah. Especially when you're in Malibu. I heard the views are tremendous. But speaking of homeless with question, homeless people with questionable residences, let's talk about a man, a homeless man in Florida, yeah. who is sleeping... I love that. On Disney's what, what island is it? Island. Discovery Island. Yeah, no shit. They're not sure how long he'd been out there. Dude, and a homeless he, man lives at Discovery Island a way to brag. <laughs> I know, yeah, right? Where do you live? I wish I could live there. Oh, good for you. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Disney's Discovery Island. Yeah. Thank you. Christian nice. is obviously jealous there. Very, very jealous. And it's shot. You know, he should be more magnanimous. He's not necessarily hurting. You know, very selfish of Christian Bale. Well, if anybody put, you know, gives Honestly. him a shit, he just smacks him around. Oh yeah, I was going to say his sister. mom. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you hear that? You know, I I, I, hope, I hope that it's not a true brutal real to life Come on, abuse story. Is that you really I what you're doing instead, to people Batman? I hope They've instead, just got to be allegations. Yeah, I hope it's I hope the allegations are just made because what he actually does is he's uh, he does WWE style reenactments with his mom and fiance. Oh, you think so? One and they're just handing ones? it up and they're doing like off the top rope bail, and yeah. she's like just moving out of the know, way before man. he lands, right. and she's doing selling it. I'm sure, she, I'm sure they're concealing razor blades and cutting their own hairlines. <laughs> wow. I don't know, man. It's just some real shit. That's I what mean. I hope. 
I don't know. I don't yes. know. But it's interesting to see all this shit. To, and he hasn't. What movies has he done lately? I'm trying to think. But. But oh, see, I'm we going to, up we on the to get back to our man in residence at oh, Discovery on Island. Discovery Island. Can we talk about how he must be a master of disguise or a splinter cell like spy to hide? They don't know how long he's been there. And he said it was like living at a tropical paradise, and that he had been spending. He had spent a long time there. Yeah. Well, first of all. Ever since what, the pandemic. What was he eating? What was he drinking? Well, it's been it's closed. Panhandling. It's been closed. He goes out and comes back. There's yeah. no one there. He oh, goes so it's just his back. residence? Yeah. yeah. He's just chilling. Yeah. The thing that kills me is he says it's a tropical paradise. Bro, you live <laughs> in Florida. I know. Go, is tropical paradise. Yeah, go but to the coast. That's the part I never go understand. Go to the coast. My good sir. He doesn't want to be one of those golden homeless people. Sorry. Yes. How, like you remember when we went to the Keys, man? Oh yeah. Some of those homeless were literally brown. I feel bad because they've been out in the sun so long. They have that bronze. like they have like that sea lion look. They were bronze. Where it, where it just looks like like the skin has adapted to constantly being under the sunlight. I, well, and mm-hmm. it could not be enjoyable. No, there's no way it's melanoma enjoyable. abound. I was gonna say, yeah, they have those like a uh, dude. Speaking of sunburn, man, oh my god, it is devastating. I couldn't imagine being that. Laying out there 24 7. It's an adaptation. I bet they don't get sunburned that badly anymore. <laughs> I don't even feel it anymore. Uh, I was going to say, after the first six days of being yeah. consecutively sunburned, the non-stop. cold never bothered me anyway. Oh, man. <laughs> That's fucking horrible, dude. I don't know. Thank you. We, I need a Big Bang Theory esque. Just like Kimmel, I need a laugh track. Right. We, our show would be funnier. I'm not all sending that. my best. needs to give you something. I was going to say. <laughs> there we go zing oh man I'm gonna be like Colbert I keep throwing it to the guy on the piano Andy play me a riff wow somebody laugh fuck yeah, please please <laughs> I gotta cash a check today oh god please help me it's terrible I don't know I just I can't get over it kudos to that guy man yeah I was gonna say he is winning but let's talk about let's take a shift dramatically China shift. and talk I wanna about talk China. about China do you yes. want to talk about China? China. I want to talk about how China has just <laughs> China. I'm not oh even God. engaging. I'm not. What? I'm not, I'm going not engaging in you. Oh you. <laughs> Stop it! All right. All right. Oh my God! But we are talking about China, and we're going to talk China. about how they have signed an exclusive exclusive video on demand streaming deal. Yeah. For release of films for six hundred and forty million dollars. I think it's oh, seven hundred and sixty oh, million dollars. Oh, I, re- I read it the wrong way. You did. My handwriting's bad. It's seven hundred and sixty million dollars. Tech deal, yeah. And this is not this is not signing for the rights of any movie right now. No. This is just the tech infrastructure for when they go on demand. Yeah, because right. so who knows when movie theaters are gonna be opening say, back up. And I guarantee you the seven the seven sixty went into you know, they have to program in all those sensors. They have to program in the editing oh, software you know, to watch. To While you're watching a movie, yeah. they're watching you. They have to doctor the yeah. first man to make it a Chinese flag when uh, Ryan <laughs> Ryan Gosling is planting it. Just oh, keep doctor sh- chopping it up. Oh, oh, that segment shows people having fun. We need to ch- chop that out. I guarantee it's going to be one of those things where it's like they show movies that were popped in America like ten years ago, but then there's going to be all these little subliminal messages, like in the back, like literally in the background, people are just going to be whispering. Like, is it like? Is it like a black Sabbath? Xi Jinping is the best. <laughs> it's going to be like a Black Sabbath record when you play it in reverse. <laughs> no Winnie the Pooh. No Winnie yeah, the Pooh. Exactly. No yes. Winnie the Pooh. That's what's going to so happen. Funny. Taiwan. 
communist part of us. <laughs> Taiwan is not an correct. independent country. Oh my it's God. sad because it's true. Your it's chairman so loves you. It's funny because it's true. Your chairman loves you. Death to USA. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. But video on demand is it's it, man. I'm telling you. Threatening theaters everywhere. Everywhere. They are petrified. And, and we shaking. Talked, we talked last time about the fight between Universal and AMC Studio, AMC Movie Theaters. Over trolls. Over the fucking troll movie. And now. Trolls World Tour. They are still going at it. And it shows you that a lot of these executives and studio heads are now considering to go VOD on a lot of stuff. They're willing to take a lower profit margin and get their movies made. And I think they'll deal more on quantity. Uh, the amount of movies they put out, if they can show a profit on more movies, it's not one big blockbuster anymore. And, in and America, I think that's the way they're going to actually try and do it. And in America, uh, where the the movie theater audience has been dwindling as it is, more and more films have to rely on foreign box offices anyway, yeah. and they've had to cater to restrictive governments like China to fill that foreign box office void. They're constantly capitulating. Yeah, and that's and because they need to compensate. So they show it to the chairman of their committee yeah. for censors, and if they don't like something, they ship it back to Hollywood. Hollywood re-edits, re sends it back over to be seen again, and then uh, they put it which out. Which is release. fine. It's just the death of culture. But it's other than fucking that, disgusting. Fucking happens in real but, life. Uh, I mean, it's just a terrible. good way to kind of get uh, Americans back watching new releases could be video on demand. It is, especially be. when is in be. America, where home theater equipment now is so cheap, people get large TVs, people get sound systems this is commonplace in almost every home they have at least a decently large tv at least 20 yes. inches or larger yeah just because of the cost is larger than others just because of the cost has dipped so much <laughs> don't do it don't oh do it. god don't do it. <laughs> you suck man sorry <laughs> but i had to i know but i just think but this could be a way VOD's gonna happen. I mean, I think if you could pay twenty dollars and have everyone in your family watch a new movie instead of paying sixty and having three of you go, even if it's sixty bucks and everybody comes over and you're all seeing the movie, I don't and, think. And, and when you do video demand, evidently it's over like a seventy-two hour period. You can rewatch the movie multiple you can, times. You can rent it. The thing is, so I don't think the movie theaters are gonna go away altogether. No, no. it's right? gonna be a phase because. They're, gonna, they're not going to be, gonna be as phased many. out. They're, exactly. They're not going to be as many. You're going to no. have a movie theater in the town. Because the fact of the matter is, it's nicer to watch them at home. Most movies, it's nicer to watch them at home. Uh, but every so but often, there's going to be a film where you're like, okay, this is better fit to see on the big screen. Or you want to go out to see the film yes. and you want the spectacle. They're you want it to be an event. A, a dual release. And that's what they're talking about. Things are not going to be just exclusively in movie theaters. And that was the yeah, whole rub. Not in every theater. It would make AMC. more sense to release giant movies in big cities rather than pay the money to have it distributed to a small town. Yeah, but it, the burning the cuts, there are but. many burning questions that pop up when all this goes down. Where are high schoolers going to have their first awkward date? Personally, as a guy who had his first date at a movie theater, it's horrific. Never, never really. do that. I'll just give this advice right now. Never. Cameron, ever, Cameron's dating ever, advice? Ever. Oh ever. My God, this really? is the, the one pro tip I can really? give. Never dating make advice? your first date a movie theater Why? where you just go to the movie theater. You should do a, a dinner and a then a movie. Day. You should do a dinner and a movie and then like dessert after. You should never dessert after. So you, not you know what I mean. So you can talk about the movie. Go to a diner late. Yeah. So you're you're talking about hitting something. Yeah. You do a eat, movie. Then you, then you go to the movies. Yeah, dinner movie. And then go to a, a diner afterwards for yeah. what everybody Holy feels. Fuck, but do you want to spend five hours with this chick? I know. Really. <laughs> Holy shit. What I'm saying is it's better well, than the alternative. Like if you just go to a movie. Day, well, you can bail. It's a, fir 
first date. Well, think, I mean, about, think about this. You go to a dinner. Yeah. If it doesn't work, each take your own car. You can bail. Well, if it's still going, okay, let's go to the movies. Then you both take your Let car to the movies. Then you go, you know what? We didn't much talk and it's still pretty good. Then yeah. you both go to the diner afterwards. Get a vignette that? in your mind's eye. Fair enough. You're, a, you're a high schooler. You go to a movie theater for your first date. You pay for you and a girl to sit in a room, a dark room alone, where you're supposed to get to know each other better, hey, and you just minute, sit there. Minute. You sit there like a Norman Rockwell thing and just watch a movie. And then afterwards you go, she mm. can pay for herself. Yeah, okay, go it's Dutch. Go Dutch. Yeah, it's... Yeah, if you don't want it to go well, you you could make her pay yeah, for dude. herself. If you don't want it to go well, <laughs> stereotypical gender roles. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> it's fucking you. It's twenty twenty. Hate speech. Okay, mm. Again, so with the hate speech, what's up with you today? You're sitting there. <laughs> I mean, this is like the fourth one you dropped on. You're giving me police. a complex. Yeah, I'm the, the PC police. I'm the PC police. You're sitting you there. Like it? Like the, I don't the like PC better. police. You're sitting there like the American traditional. And you, afterwards, you just go, yeah, it was pretty good. And she goes, yeah, it was pretty good. And then you part Actually, ways. Actually, I think what most people you go guys the need to watch more inventive movies. You I never saw terrible first date. You never, you never Don't saw do it. I, it's your fault. It's your fault. Ah, fair enough. Because I mean, when most people go to the movies, I don't know about you, but I'm like, I hate it's good, somewhere go. around three quarters of the film. I'm like, excuse me, madam. <laughs> madam, what did you pay her to be there, <laughs> miss? Miss, this film is quite slow. Uh, movies nowadays, they tend to have pacing issues. I've noticed that your hand is quite close to mine. I was wondering if you would possibly consent to a... <laughs> wow. Listen. Listen, we're in public. Oh, okay. my God. So I was wondering oh if you would you consent so to many a tasteful, tasteful minimal from. tongue kissing session. <laughs> minimal, <laughs> tongue. minimal tongue. I, literally, a French woman would be like, this is nothing. I'm uncomfortable just listening to this. I love this. This just kills me. And Are then, you serious? Yes, yes. And... and Every so often, you have to stop periodically wow. to regain consent because people change their minds. Oh, that's just—I'm uncomfortable. That's fucking illegal. Again. And I guarantee, if that you don't, if you do, I guarantee illegal. Christian will will thank you for getting it oh, done. Good oh, good. That's what, that's what I'll say they? to your Are minimal. I'm just system. fucking with you. <laughs> Yeah, that works out well if you're not yeah, a millionaire. In the parking lot. Able to make movies. Yes. In the parking lot. In the parking lot. <laughs> really? Not in public. <laughs> because I actually knew. So fucking illegal. I knew. It's I knew. So uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this. The movie theater, it's not the hallowed. I think it's a great second date and a, and a great third date, but it's a terrible first date. Really? Terrible. Yeah, because you want a mutual activity where you can actually talk. It's rude Mini to talk golf, the film. a dinner, a lunch. A cup of coffee is way better. A cup of coffee is the cup way, of coffee is the way to go. Them, Plus, yeah. if you're balling on a budget, like you're, you're like your boy over here, coffee, you, five bucks, you're good. Little fiver, spender. you're good. Big spender. <laughs> you tell her, you tell her, get it's one the move, item. Though. You tell her at a is coffee it? date, hey, yeah, you get one item because you literally the entertainment is your conversation. So if it's boring, it's your fault. It's your fault. Whereas if the or, movie, or you just you can tell immediately that you're not a good fit and and dip. Whereas yeah. a meal, you're locked in for at least thirty minutes. At least thirty minutes at a meal, or you're. Why a dip. is it so long that you can't get along for thirty minutes and try and figure out whether you like somebody? You or not? know, within five minutes. It's if you like point to him like he's he's what? No, you know this guy. You know. <laughs> oh, that's why you're pointing to him. Yeah. But, I mean, you, why know, is you know within f both. That's insulting to both the man and the woman in the scenario. Why? Because you know within five minutes if I it's going Look well Look at this guy's not. personality. 
Well, <laughs> it has to be longer than five minutes because he doesn't stop talking for ten or fifteen. I was going to say. Sure. Well, usually by the time I'm done talking, they're gone. I was going to so, say. Did, did you notice? Did <laughs> no, you notice? no. The I whole time he's talking, talking to like, how the fuck do I, I get out of here? They're frantically texting their friend, call me and tell me you have an emergency. I have to. I'll miss the emergency call. I'll still be talking about how Kevin James might not be good in a serious role. That's the problem with media today. And then I turn around. Oh shit. Where'd you go? But at the end of the day, you know, it comes down to, uh, I just think going to the movies is going the way of the dinosaur. The guys who are keeping it alive are the critics like uh, Chris Struckman and Jeremy Johns talk about on YouTube. Going to the cinema, going to the movie theater was like their escape. It was jumping into this cool, magical place where movies are happening. But now the magic is slowly being drained from movies. Movies are increasingly being censored, increasingly being boiled down to be consumable to the lowest common denominator. That's because they, they overthink they, it. I they, think they overthink yeah. movies. Jeremy Johns and Chris Struckman have talked about how no, going to the we movies... We need more face-to-face interaction. I told you just stay home and play fucking Sorry or some shit. Play no, a board game. No, but it's not even yes. that. I think we talked about it earlier about finding the best person for the role instead of trying to pick and push somebody into a role that's not right for the part or because they have to fill a certain demographic. And Chris Hemsworth like can play every role. Yeah, wow. I, I want him being the male lead, the female Every lead, the friend role. on both sides of the relationship. So you want all three Hemsworth brothers playing? No, in I just want Chris no, just Hemsworth. The, just the two attractive ones. Oh, and uh, Liam. Not the oh short my one. god, not the dude! Short one. Lord he's help! On, Lord help on, the third brother. Why he's on Westworld? What's he did pretty it, good. What's it he's like? Westworld. Hey, he's an actor. Yeah. Hey, Whoops. what's it like having two brothers who were way hotter and more successful? Hey, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> You're full of shit. Wow. That hurt. How dare I'm you? I'm sitting next to him and I feel bad. But, Get fucked. <laughs> I don't know. Just but kidding, bud. I'll tell you this. Seeing Chris and Liam just outpace their brother in terms of success makes me want them to start. Yeah, every but they movie. are all showing some level. I want of a romantic success. comedy. I want a progressive romantic comedy. If Matt starring Damon, Chris and Liam Hemsworth. If Matt Damon can be the lead in the movie The Wall, anything is possible. <laughs> anything where he oh was in my God, China. That was such a bad movie. <laughs> anything he got is that possible. Paycheck, he is an Italian merchant. Just yeah, write in. Yeah. Just write in. Just killing, write in. killing dragons yeah. in a foreign uh, land. Wait, so we need Matt Damon to get to China. Say he's an Italian mercenary. Bob, are Dude. you drunk again? Say he's an Italian mercenary. Oh my God. In China. That got made. That got made. China. In I, China. Blows my mind. But. Th- those movie reviews are saying that more and more they're just like, I'll get it on demand or I'll go to a screening for critics. Jeremy Johns now pretty much only goes if he can catch a screening or he'll wait a couple of days and go Who to a movie theater. His balls? Who busted his balls? It was at the Oscars when Casey Affleck won for Manchester on the Sea. And that movie that- fucking sucked. That movie, yeah, I but you know, it's so depressing. But yeah. get this: here's the part that killed me. I don't care it, if the acting's it, good. It, it makes well, me he sad. won him an Oscar, and and that's from Matt Damon's. He produced that movie. Oh, and yeah, he's that's his production company. And he turned down that script and went, "Hey, hey, Casey, I'm gonna go do The Wall in China. It's more <laughs> fun. Here, you go do you go do Manchester the by the production no, is you more want, fun. Also, oh you want to know why Matt Damon that is more fun? You want to know why? Yeah, I was gonna say you want to know why Matt Damon was in the fucking wall instead of Manchester by the Sea because he was making bags. He made big money. He He was like, I'm going to remodel my fucking kitchen. Give me that bow and arrow. I'm going to tell you more. I'm whatever the fuck... I'm whatever the fuck you want me to be. Money. Do you want me to be the monster? You can just. <laughs> you, he was willing to do anything. You can just CGI me on a horse. No, I don't give a fuck. 
He did. Do you think he wasn't right? hooking up with geishas? You're out of your goddamn mind. I'm telling you right know. now. You put, dude. You could put me in like a film like Boogie Nights. I won't be naked, and I'm. Or if I am naked, I'm gonna wear the prosthetic cock like oh, Wahlberg like did. Wahlberg I think. Did, yeah. Look, if you go back in time, I think you'd have played that Dustin Hoffman role to a T. Which one? <laughs> I want to kiss you on the mouth, please. <laughs> <laughs> Let me kiss you. <laughs> What's that? Boogie Nights. Yeah. Dustin, Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman? He's talking to Mark Wahlberg? No, yeah. I don't remember that part. I just want to kiss you on the mouth. Or I'll be I just remember the scene of him dropping his yeah. pants going, I'm a star. Or <laughs> I'm a star. Oh, and and, and he's, or, he's doing that scene with What's Her Face, and she's going, Kiss mommy, kiss yeah. mommy. Oh, and I'm just oh, going, shit. Oh, Shannon, oh. what's her name? No, not Shannon. Julianne Moore. Oh, yes, Julianne Moore. Oh, kiss yeah. her on the mouth. Kiss, kiss mommy. Or, kiss mommy. Or, you love mommy. Love stop, mommy. Please stop. I'm just going, ah, ah, the whole time. Burt Reynolds watching him uh, have sex with that one chick going, Amy, that her tits said. <laughs> just fucking taking drags. That's just such a disturbing movie. Again, I don't think that such could be made today. Such a disturbing today. movie. No, oh, fuck it no. Not be made. But it's could weird be because made. there's could so much made. more porn. I don't think, think of how like culturally regressive we are actually now that so much porn exists, but they wouldn't make Boogie Nights because it's they too won't. taboo. It's too taboo. Yeah, they wouldn't. But the make same it. people that wouldn't want Boogie Nights made are pro sex work. It's baffling. Yeah, but you know what that comes down to? That comes down to what we will put out. I am. I am. Yeah, but I'm public. Yeah, I'm I was going to say. I agree. In other it's words, public. it's public. People will say anything in public, and what is really in their dark, darkest hearts is something totally different. What? All I have to do is go to Google and type in butt. That's pretty fucking public. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, fucking public. Yeah. But not many people will do that Four unless they're on DuckDuckGo. Yes. Like they're not doing it. They're not doing it on fucking Google anymore. Maybe, they're doing it on DuckDuckGo. You know maybe it's for the best. Maybe it's for the best. Uh, and if these we people just, always have these agendas out in public, yeah. but when they have something totally different in their darkest maybe, hearts. Maybe it's for the best if we all just fucking stay home and play board games. Get, but instead of sorry, I'll do you one better. A Kickstarter project. Just oh, blew, I heard about this shit. Where's that? blew it out of the water. Man. We have Gloomhaven. Number one. Did we post about that on our Twitter? Yeah, we did. We Gloom at, Twitter. at CSWS Podcast. Podcast. This board game, Gloomhaven, has 83,000 backers on For Kickstarter. Kickstart, yeah. a, a tabletop game. It's a Euro-inspired tactical combat in a persistent world of shifting moves. So apparently it's one of those like um, grid. It's a TNT. It's a grid tabletop game. Yeah, it's a TNT it's, though. It's, it's kind of, it's like fourth edition D&D. Yes. Like you saw where there's yes. a board and you're moving your character on the board instead of like fifth. <laughs> That's the music. Oh, yeah. It's copyright free. So we're cool. Yeah. But yeah, Gloomhaven. That's, that's actually that's actually that Mason. A, did you pull it up and leave it? That's actually the guy who came I thought up there with was Gloomhaven. a killer clown right behind me, and I was like, "Oh, well, I've had a good run." Well, I mean, and then you were killer afraid clowns, of no being ghosts. afraid of killer clowns again. But we were talking about this guy here before. He's the one who came up with Gloomhaven. It's so fucking popular. Of course he did. It's millions of dollars this guy's made from it. No other guy to, who makes a tabletop game to look any different. Yeah, but think about it. He came up with this game, and I was wondering how much it was. The game cost like 180 oh, bucks. Oh, he's drowning in Bitcoin. Oh, my and God. And you know and Money and money and money. And you, oh, good for you. Don't be so bitter. Because this dude, and it's done so well, and he's smart enough to invest, not invest his own money. He goes to Kickstarter and then tries to get enough ground swelling 83,000 people put their money out but think about this that's yeah. not only that's not only having 
the largest Kickstarter for a board game in history. That's 83,000 potential sales right off the bat at 163 $186. I think uh, they a, a get game? they get the game if they no, back they it, don't. no. No, they don't get. What the it. Fuck? They definitely do. They they definitely don't. A big part of Kickstarter is you get the product their early. tiers, their tiers, yeah. So they could just be donating to the Dollars. project but to no. eventually get it like made to eventually just help get it made. Right. But oh if God. you buy a certain tier, yeah. if you buy a certain tier, it's guaranteed that you get the product upon release. Of really? I did yeah. not know that. That's how most of Kickstarters work. You pay oh. in advance for the product. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So that's so, how it works. So in other words, these people investing their money up front are actually going to get part of the product, yeah. but it's still advanced sales. So, yeah, exactly. So he's not coming up with any of this money out of his own pocket, which I think is pretty. That's awesome. Definitely going to be investing some. Oh yeah, for sure. But here's what I, here's what the I will bulk say. of it. You think you think we're going to have the stock take here that most uh, bros have on board games? Where, oh no, where these guys are that tabletop games are for losers or no, 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 no. that not they should winners. find. <laughs> but here's they the should thing. find different games to play. Did you know? Yeah. Did you even know what Gloomhaven was before this story broke? I still no. really don't get it. No, I don't get it. I, I, I didn't. It, it's a, just a, yeah. when they said it's a D and D game, then I kind of understood it a little bit. But then I'm saying to myself, okay, I mean, what's Monopoly cost? Twenty four ninety five. Well, I'm not spending two hundred bucks on a fucking look, board game. You I just, was you, Cameron plays Monopoly. I was going to get into this because unlike the stock bro take on this. I love tabletop games, and I actually think there we could save an entire generation of uh, from a ballooning, a skyrocketing amount of people getting uh, not addicted to video games because I don't want to start saying like video game addiction all that. It there is are a lot real. of there they are, are a lot of they're, they're, fucking it, I know, they but there addicted. there are a lot of cringy articles that capitalize on that to push a bunch of shit on games that shouldn't be pushed on them. No, I so agree I'll just with say that, this: but they people, make me violent. People play. <laughs> 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 they but, want, they and, want to make me rape and pillage. <laughs> oh my and God! It's true. It's true. And the rap music. <laughs> yes. And beware the it pot needle. To, it makes me want to rain. Rain yes. dollars upon them. <laughs> yes. But I will say this. <laughs> It could save an entire gen. Tabletop games <laughs> are a so great funny. way to connect with your friends <sighs> instead of getting on video games for five hours and having a play session. And I feel like now people are playing so, so, video games so much in their like mid twenties at a time when you're supposed to be connecting and, and connecting with people yeah. and meeting new people. And tabletop games is one of the best ways to do it. Now, my friends and I were not really into the, the D and D crowd. It's a sausage fest. It's a sausage. Well, yeah. It's, <laughs> It's Unlike the Monopoly crowd, which well, is just actually, actually, yes, because the funny thing is, when you break out Monopoly, lie, it's sir. familiar. <laughs> it's well, no, it's familiar to people, and people are more, are way more down to play Monopoly than if you broke out Gloomhaven and you pull out. Here's Boraicho. He's a semi-orc. <laughs> People are not going to want to play that, but people will definitely play it in Monopoly. People will play, sorry, Cards Against Humanity. And what those, the hell is that? That's a fun one. It's a fun one. Is it really? Yeah. If you don't, Cards Against Humanity is very, it's like a ubiquitous pop culture thing now. It's almost hacky to talk about. It's popular about. in college. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Is it it's like, it's like Mad Libs. It's no. like Mad Libs. Oh, like Mad Libs. Okay. okay. But it's yeah. Cameron's being very dismissive, wanting to move on. No, he's it's got just a point you get make. cards, right? And then you get like, unbelievable. It's Mad Libs, and the funniest, yeah. per, the fun, person who makes the funniest sentence wins. So oh, okay. yeah, you try to get points for who has the best fill in the blank. Uh, I, I understand yeah. Mad Libs. I understand. But that. Um, seeing seeing how like uh, video games are weird because 
all they do is they allow you and your circle that you already have to connect online. But it's very hard to it's very hard to look at Grand Theft Auto. Well, you can meet online friends yeah. and form online communities, which are just as meaningful in certain senses. But no face-to-face contact. Exactly. Though. If you want to have more in-person friends, I would say, especially if you're a nerdy guy getting into college right now, join the tabletop group at your local college, and you can go oh, it's and D&D actually group. not D and D because too geeky. You don't. Yeah, you don't want to join the D and D group. I hate Why? you guys. You, you just had mean. Joe, the guy who, who the, was the in tabletop a- group is. Uh, this sounds nerdy. This sounds like I'm a scruffy nerd herder. The D and D guys are too autocratic with their following of the rules. The tabletop are much more quirky, fun. Yeah, but you know Joe, the guy from, uh, what's that Angry HBO Joe. show? No, no. Oh, the, the, well, Angry from, Joe's the tabletop guy. I'm talking about uh, the actor who was just in the Joe HBO. Manganiello? There you go. See, wow, it's funny how you shot know. in the dark. Seven Degrees of Bacon, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that that's the whole, guy who was on the HBO show with who's vampires. that guy who was in the thing with the stuff? You know what? Fuck you, <laughs> But you know what? Hey, I'm bringing up relevant yeah. topics. Well, he just did an online uh, on Twitter feed of a DNT that yeah. he did out of his house. That and guy plays DD? Yeah. I'm actually Dude, play he's D&D. married to Sofia Vergara. Yeah, he can pretty plus much do it. Plus, fun if you're having if you're playing with a group of guys that are exactly. fun. But when I've seen in colleges, you want to play with the tabletop guys because they get that it's fucking nerdy to play tabletop games, whereas the D&D guys fully commit oh, they take it to, to the LARPing level where they're like, we need strict adherence. Your character died. You need to make a new one by next. And it's like, dude. Oh, calm down. The games are made calm up and the points don't down. really matter. There are people like that in every sphere, though, who take yes, everything too seriously. Well, the tabletop fans. Well, the thing about it is... You cost us the game. Everything. Dude, dude. You well, weren't playing the in, game. In the people t- like that in fantasy yeah. football. You're, you're, you're not, not playing video games. Yeah, but what I'm saying is what I've... Calm down. What I've anecdotally experienced is that the tabletop guys realize that, hey. You know what they say about anecdotes? Cold, hard fact. Exactly. And it's a more more welcoming community. And also, many times you'll have people. You'll have a lot of people who jump into a tabletop game as opposed to if you're playing a video game. I guarantee people are not going to be as apt to get on. So I'm actually happy that Gloomhaven's out there doing the damn thing. I personally only fuck with like the traditional Parker bros. Is that like all you Risk, fuck with? You like fuck Monopoly. With? Is that all you fuck with, bro? <laughs> yeah. I'll play some Scrabble oh, he's doing maybe that. if you feel me on that yeah. one. No, I don't want to feel you. <laughs> Dude. That is the most fifties answer. <laughs> that is the Sorry. most dated. Like, Sorry. not that there's anything I wrong. With I don't want to feel you. I don't want to feel you. Oh my I just God. don't. I don't okay. want to do it. I don't. I have no inkling. I can't. But I just think I don't know. I'm very excited for that. <clears throat> but if you guys want to talk about production hell and next IPs. Oh, Cameron doing a slide into another topic. Uh, seamless segues on the show. Just seamless? call me call me the seamstress. The way I'm sewing that's this fucking show yeah, together. Sure, yeah. Um that's an outdated stereotype. That's fucking illegal. No, it's, it's not. not allowed it's not here. We are a progressive podcast. I'm the seamstress okay, sewing Cameron. the topics okay. together. Active listening. Yes. You hanging in there? Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm rock fucking solid. You think so? <laughs> yes. I think it never mind. Especially if you're talking about board games, I'm at full mast. I was going to say, you sound like you're rock fucking hard. Oh, I love uh, board games, dude. It's like, ew. What if I just start going into a weird, Gross. like, Jeff Bezos rant? Like, there's nothing more sexual than a board game. A uh, live girl. A live girl. I thinking that. I just want to get our pieces oh, together and yes. touch them. How do you smell? <laughs> Do you want to come back and look at my penis-shaped rocket? <laughs> it's 
crazy. I don't know. He's yeah. just not right. I'm so happy he got rid of the hair plugs, though. Oh, my God. He doesn't even look like the same They were rough on. Huh? Did you see that? Unbelievable. It was just insane. Maybe it was a toupee with how quickly he got rid of it. He just shaved off whatever little hair was left. I'm then, telling you I'll, show you. I'll show you this video. And it's just doing that. Yeah, now he looks like a, like a kind of like Lex Luthor now. A creepy Lex Luthor. Like though, a right? creepy Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is actually like a better looking alive girl. I want to smell you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's just weird. It's we just should have weird. like a Bezos, Did you ever see Bezos that image call of him, line. Did you ever see the image of him leaning over le- leaning over DC and he gets called and he goes, I'll come and I'll come before Congress and talk only when I feel like not one, not when you want me to, oh, and it's geez. like it's like when. Why well, say weird shit? Like girl, I'll come when I want to. Live girl, live girl. I want to smell you. I just love that. I love that. He's a freak a week. It's great when you're a billionaire. You can say whatever the fuck he you doesn't want. care at all. Yeah, he does not he give gives a shit. No fucks. Worth like two hundred billion since this whole thing started, but it's just crazy to me. But a recent IP that got stuck in production hell was Ash versus Freddy versus Jason. That's Bruce Campbell. If anyone yeah. has not seen Ash from the Evil Dead, pick a better yeah. name. That'll bomb. Or Ash versus Evil Dead. I will yeah. actually think the name is actually uh, it's a pretty solid because the whole point of the Freddy versus Jason uh, movie was to joke about how like it was taking the movies and turning them right. up to 11. That's almost as sense. bad as the 40 year old virgin who knocked up Sarah Marshall and felt super bad about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Well, I actually. think that's what I'm saying. That's the point. It's going to be an over the top comedy horror. If it's Ash versus Freddie versus Jason. Right. And the other one was already fucked up when he did uh, Freddy vs. Jason. I was going to say, you, that was already a comedy horror it movie. It was. I mean, it really it was not good. But Bruce Campbell said it is not going to happen he, because would never he happen, was strictly he told by the people who own the IP for Freddy and Jason that it would be bad for the characters if Ash killed them in the movie. What the Ego fuck is got the point? Involved. So Bruce Campbell said, hey, if I just can't kill them, why am I in the movie? Why am I? What the fuck am I Which doing? Which makes a lot of sense because it, Ash kills demonic things. I know. So you put him in a movie with Freddy versus and, Jason and, and what? Watch any he of those. just says one-liners and gets murdered? Yeah, I know. And that's the whole point. If you've watched any of the Ash versus Evil any of his series, any of the Evil Dead productions, what does he do? Like you said, he kills demons. That's what he fucking does. Plus, who gives a fuck about the power levels of Freddy and Jason? <sighs> it's just crazy. I thought People the, I thought the well out. was running dry as is. I don't uh, know I don't if there's know. a lot of fans lining well, up to see a well, Jason. Well, shit will never right get now. made now because they're still. F- I thought they finally ironed out the IP over Jason Voorhees. You know. Uh, who with owns what part of it with the Friday 13th game who owns Jason because two people own, one owns Friday the 13th one person owns Jason Voorhees and you figure they finally get it made out because that that video yeah. game fucking exploded on Hollywood yeah. uh, not on Hollywood on the world doing the live the live game where you could go online and play as Twitch. Jason or the people hiding and on but, Twitch yeah it was really Twitch. popular <laughs> And on this online streaming on platform the, the where people play games or something of that sort. Wow, you suck. The live Maybe game. it's a site where we stream our show and yeah, people play the game going. live. Keep going. Keep going. Wait, live. so you're telling me people play video games on the internet box? Fuck off. <laughs> people stream on the internet box when they play games? <laughs> no, that's not what I was saying. It's... <laughs> I'll just let you ramble on topic. Thing. That's what he does. It's just pretty much it's what I do. Yeah, no shit. A lot this episode. <laughs> but yeah, I thought I thought that they were actually had ironed it out, and it never did. So I don't think they'll ever. 
figure out what's going. These on. are one of the things where I'm not totally bummed that it's not going to. I mean, me too. I don't think it was going to be. It. I don't think it was going to be a revivification of all of the. You franchises. just like to hear your fucking self talk. <laughs> revivification. What the fuck? I just is don't that? think it was going to do it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I mean, okay, that's good. No. What's the matter with and you? And I'm not sad. <laughs> I'm what's the matter with you? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't understand at all. I don't understand at all. Oh my god! Just crazy. To but me. the last topic. We have on the docket for today, guys. We're talking about our favorite super genius. Yes. Elon Musk has a new, I would call it a test for his boring company. He's doing a hyperloop. I just don't understand. (laughs) Why would he make the tunnel all the way from LA to Vegas? It's a test. Yeah. And it's not that far yet, is it? It's not done. Elon Musk has announced. They made a short little tunnel. There's like 50, $52.5 million or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and a couple people walk time down. Or can you tell us? Two, no, yeah. you, please. No, you're <laughs> talking please. about it as if people know. Can please. you tell them what's happening? Yeah, guide Mace. I don't know where the tunnel ran to and from. It usually runs. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. Do you know where it gets yes, to and from? It's from the front to the back of the Las Vegas Convention Center. I thought it was actually from the airport, too. No, I'm almost So we'll positive. Google it. Mason, Google and see where the tunnel runs. But oh, no, it just cuts down walk time from two minutes to f- from 15 minutes to two minutes. You know what? Get your fat ass out and walk for fucking 10 minutes. It's not going to kill you. What I do think is that, uh, you know, the boring company is a very cool concept. If $52 you- million dollars for a fucking 10 minute tunnel. Come on, Mace. Read, yeah, let's drop get some it. fucking knowledge on us here, because I didn't understand it correctly either. It's a people moving system. We know that shuttle of visitors. Is it really worth fifty two million dollars? Let's see. Dead silence. It says it up there at the top. What is it? it? What is it? What is Elon it? Musk Boring Company has completed digging a second tunnel under the Las Vegas Convention Center. Yeah, but that doesn't tell you. It just goes. I think it goes from the airport. It just doesn't go under the center. Mm. Uh, they just finished the first phase of the $52.5 million project to build a people mover system to shuttle visitors from one side of the venue to the other. The Las Vegas That's Convention just Center. unbelievable. So you spent $52 million. Uh, what's Vegas doing? Is there ma- that many people just fucking burning through cash out there? They got their money yeah, to drop? The loop is supposed to be able to move more than 4,000 people per hour through the tunnels in a variety of Tesla vehicles, taking a cross-campus walk that normally takes at least 15 minutes and turning it into a ride that lasts less than two minutes. We've got to get them to those fucking machines as quickly as possible. $52.5 million, and it, it's scheduled to be open to the public in January 2021. <sighs> Here's what I'll say. I really like this because I want to see the boring company develop into what, whatever it's going to be, whether it's going to be a success or a failure. And here's what I'll say. uh, You know, you have to keep in mind, this is, this could revolution. uh, It could be a revolutionary technology. Could be a revivification. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, it actually wouldn't be. It'd be a revolutionary technology for transportation, right? And if you think... Only if it's going to run from like Vegas to Nevada. Well, well, changes of the guard. I definitely think they got to test it on a smaller scale. I think so too. And when you see changes of the guard in transportation, you see huge hiccups and it takes a while for that technology to take over. Perfect example, cars and horses, right? For the first years of cars being available to buy, it was actually more efficient and more cost effective and easier to use a horse. It was. Right I now, agree with this that. is that, that example of that. They're, they're, this I is, think you're oversimplifying it a little bit. I, I agree. I Do think, think so? this is right now this is this is the car where you have to crank it and it breaks down every but two seconds and horses that, are passing you. On I don't think right. that the eventual solution will be a Tesla vehicle inside of a tube. I think that it's got little be, bullets. Yeah, it's got to be like a vacuum 
Well, that's what you were saying it was originally in, inside uh, the container. Well, put it this way. And then they can put you inside this little pod and it just... I don't know. I, I just think if out. they had a tunnel running from Vegas, from Vegas to L.A., and, and different on and off points off of that run. And it was not controlled. You can't jump right Self-driving, self-driving right. where people could just hop on with their vehicle and it would go straight there. And it was nonstop at super speeds where you didn't have to operate the vehicle and you it would do it itself. Okay, out. so That's you're fun. saying, you're saying just create the future tech and have it work automatically. Well, you already have that kind of thing with self-driving vehicles to a point now. Ah, you could set, yes, you can. I drive one where you could set the distance between two cars and the average rate speed you can do that so if you get on a loop uh, uh, i guess a tunnel system running from la and the teslas already have that in it and it's part of their whole yeah, thing but you wanna, that you set it and go okay i'm doing the vegas trip and you hit but you want to expedite an option not create another really long lincoln tunnel that'll just become traffic another giant traffic jam you know not if it's traveling at that rate of speed. I can't see it becoming a traffic jam. right now it's just tesla vehicles moving at uh, probably highway speeds not even if it's a so they're definitely two minute drive. This is going to be the ironing out of the kinks. It's not going to be perfect. They're going to be hiccups. I just don't understand why this, they did this it type there. of technology is not going to creep up on us. It's going to be a giant collaborative effort from numerous people. Probably not even just within Tesla. And, and it's how innovation gets done. There, there, there is that period. Yeah, but then how is this new? Then I mean, it is. What new. are they? We have tunnels. They've had tunnels they before. Have shuttles, What's new? Yeah. What 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 are new? Are they doing then? They did a tunnel. What new? Give me something What's new, new? From it then. Uh, Underground? No, we have that. Not, uh, it's, it's, it's a, a tunnel. We it's have that. faster. It's much like a shuttle, probably a little faster. You're getting him from, from one side over to the fucking gambling machines a little a faster. Test. Give me a it's break. A test. Not only that, but this is a great publicity stunt for Tesla. For Tesla. I understand. And everybody that's going to take this at the convention center is going to be inside a Tesla that's, vehicle. Think about that. That's genius. You get people inside the product. I guess. And once you're in a I Tesla, was hoping it would be a little bit more. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I thought it would be a little edgier. I, I do mean, agree that diving it's not, down into it, it's, it's not, not exactly not, grand taking a 15 no. minute walk down to a two minute ride. But I mean, what's the fucking start. point? It's a start. I'll say this. I mean, I, it sounds like Wally to me. You know, everybody just sitting Wally around drinking pretty, milkshakes, getting 400 pounds because they can't walk another 10 minutes. I mean, I just. It is the future. I was going to say, that's already happened. I know. I just thought, I thought, to be honest with you, I thought it would be more innovative. They were going from the airport or, you know, from, I mean, eventually from farther distances without traffic and you wouldn't have to worry about driving your vehicle. It'll happen. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm I'm a must supporter. I just believe it that, but I sound like it. I, yeah. This one time, I don't think it's such a great thing. Fifty two million dollars. It million definitely dollars. is. It's a, it's, a, it's a trial run. I don't know. And it's a great advertising. It's great. Yeah. It's got to be more than that. Though. Solid. Come on. It is. Know. It's a test. Got to do more. Everything's. It should be. I just thought about should, more, more. more. Give me, do. give me mine, 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 mine. Me, me, me. I want. I want. I want. I want. I want. I need. I need. But I it just, is what it is. I thought it would be more. Well, let's ask Mel. Mel, what do you think? How should we feel? What should we do about Tesla's new technology? Thanks, Mel. That makes Thanks, everything Mel. better. We appreciate that. That was an expensive phone call. It's a simple thing that he puts out there occasionally, <laughs> and he gets his movies made. They make money. It's insane. But yeah, I want to let everyone know before we tune out that that 
that he and that woman are still together. Yeah. Yes. They're partners in writing their next movie. Did That's you know terrific. that? That's crazy. It is. They live together. They have a wonderful child. Uh, evidently a great relationship because I want you to know she that is love smiling. overcomes all. Yep. And love therapy works. <laughs> love over yeah. Therapy works. And they're writing another movie together. Well, that's just that's Oh, good for you. Yeah. That's hey, solid. Hey, yeah. hey, lighten up on your sis and your mom. <laughs> Jeez. A lot of shots at Christian Bale on this podcast. I uh, think it's funny. That's fucking illegal. Is it, though? Is it? Beating but, your mom and your sister. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. WWE little bit. Sports Entertainment. Oh, I was going to say, off the top rope, out of nowhere. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> Fucking stop. Oh, they're really hamming it up. I'll put my, dishes away. I'll put my dishes away, Christian. Don't. Oh, Please. my. This makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> but. Police are on their way. <laughs> Please. What? We're back here again. <laughs> Like every like every episode is this Tolkien-esque adventure. Is that what it is? Full of misadventures and woe. Yes. And I would ha- want to have no one else as my co-pilots. Co-pilots? Co-pilots. Okay. Fine, Are the- you spinning a web again? <laughs> Let me spin you this web. <laughs> I'm the Let loom- him carry on for 10 more minutes. Then uh, I'm really Tolkien-esque. Uh, yeah. I'm the loom mother. Beat the, the loom mother? The, the, the loom mother is? of this podcast. Uh, yeah, you just flicking that thing <laughs> back and forth? Yes. The shuttlecock back and forth? <laughs> I think you liked saying shuttlecock a hey, little too much. You used to. A little too I much. couldn't remember what Joe, Joe's name, but I got shuttlecock. Right? Yeah. That's the crazy yeah. part. No Joe Manganiello. No, Shuttlecock, yes. Yes. No Cory Delavine. We don't have time to break down your psyche. Yeah, yeah, it's impossible. <laughs> we don't have that much time or money. But guys, remember, if you want to support the podcast, the best way to do it is by subscribing to the YouTube channel. It sh- ensures that we're going to get more followers, more people to listen to the show, more people to hang out. Follow us on all social media at CSWS Podcast. That's the best way to reach out to us if you want to talk about the podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. What a great show, guys. It's been real. <laughs> we will see you guys on the next episode of Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. See you later, guys. Catch you later. Guys later. Later, later. Please stand by for further details. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program.